0: The college experience way too early. College football week one preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to with BetQL. Use the promo code March30 for 30% off the entire year of BetQL. That's BetQL, promo code March30. We're also brought to you by odds. Crowd odds. Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sports podcast.com slash odds. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sports dot slash BTV. At slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Pixwise. Follow the Pixwise capper contest at Pixwise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadeau, and more. See what S- expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner takes all $10,000 prize over at Pixwise.com.
1: This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi
2: State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Welcome to the College Experience Way Too Early College Football Week 1 Preview. My name is Colby Swing Dan to Dan, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Woo! Give it up for the Burrito Eaton. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be.
2: Hi, yeah, Woo!
0: Man, just beautiful. We're also joined by third man in the booth. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking homebrew, making tobacco road, living the free lack given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Get up for NC Nick in the place to be what's up,
1: man. What is going on? I hate to correct you right off the bat, but it is never too early to talk college football. College basketball is over. It's in the rear view. We're looking forward. There's no off season on the college experience.
0: Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. You just don't turn it off. All right. (laughs) And look, I I am excited. Dude, I haven't been this excited for an episode in a while. Now, look, obviously, I love the NCAA tournament stuff, but I like the structure. I created a game that we're all gonna do, and it should be a lot of fun if I don't fuck this up. All right. (laughs) Here it is, listeners. All right, we are going to draft week one games. All right. We are going to draft week one college football games in and make our case for why we like, as far as best game of the day, the the game you're looking forward to the most uh, for week one. And then we're going to go through all of our picks 10 rounds. So essentially the top 30 games. And then after that, we will then hit you with the Lou Holtz,
2: Well, well, I don't get... I got to bring the comb. The
0: The Lou Holtz What the Fuck game of the week from week one as far as the worst scheduled games in our opinion. And uh, that will be only one round. So just three games of the worst three games on the schedule for week one. And then we will also pick a dog to to have an upset. A group of five. Dog. Uh, So... I mean, I guess we could just pick a dog. It doesn't have to be a group of five, I guess, because then the independence, it makes a little, but you know my point. All right.
2: Yeah. Uh, You're going to get a little bit of our flavor here. Who appreciates what, who we're high on based on these picks a little bit Er or early, uh, early vibes going out.
0: Exactly. And this is FBS, not FCS, which if you're, if you're an FCS football fan, we will have you covered tomorrow. Previewing our week eight or nine, I think week nine slate. Um, But also at the end, we will then do our dream TV lineup since no times are really released so far on week one college football. Now, we do have days on what day the games are played, but lacking a lot of timing. So we will put together our dream lineup. And uh, and yeah, so just to give just to give the audience a little taste of like what I, I, I drew up here week zero can we all pull up the week zero schedules? All right. Uh, hopefully you have
2: it up already. Got it ready to rock.
0: Okay. Uh, so there's five games on week zero Saturday, August 28th. If we were to draft, cause I'm going to probably, I'm going to go first on this episode. Next episode will be Patty C and the following episode will be NC Nick. Once again, these will be every single, uh, Thursday morning or uh, we are we're, we're recording Wednesday. So Wednesday night, Thursday morning, if you're really hip, you could probably get it Wednesday night. But, uh, We will be releasing this for the next 14 weeks of the season. Essentially, the next 14 weeks of the college foot of of our season, we will cover every week of the college football season.
2: The college football hype train mm -hmm. cannot start too soon. It
0: can never start too soon. I I was explaining to, uh, you know, Brian Real Money Kramer. I was saying, dude, Patty C's already informed me. Notre Dame's playing at Ohio State next year. He told me that four years ago. All right. So we've been looking for If you're a hardcore college football fan, you've been circling these games for years, probably, you know? <laughs> so anyway, week zero, I think with the first pick, cause it's not a great slate. I would have taken, let's just run through a rendition here. Nebraska, just one round. I would take Nebraska at Illinois and Champaign Saturday, August 28th. We got the Bielma era kicking off playing against Scott Frost, who needs a big year. Um, That would be, I I think we would all agree that's the top game in week zero. Correct?
2: Correct. I don't know that that's the top game in week zero. (laughs) Oh,
0: see. And so now with Patty C with week with pick two would then take who?
2: Well, you know, it's, it's a huge year for our boy, uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA. And so I think that you know Hawaii traveling to UCLA, UCLA has a chance to start this season off great, especially looking ahead. Hawaii
0: was pretty good last year.
2: Hawaii's uh, Todd
0: Graham had a great year. That's right. Yeah,
2: sustained what uh, Nick Rolovich had done a little bit, and so you know maybe Hawaii's got the program is rolling in the right direction. Two and if you recall, 2019 they
1: opened up the season knocking off two Pac-12 schools in a row where they beat, uh, Arizona, Arizona and yeah. then beat Oregon state. So, Hey, it's possible
0: that Arizona game. I was doing stand up in Humboldt County, which I stand up kind of the, the most of it was in taking a large amount of marijuana. Yeah. And then I grabbed a microphone. So if you want to call it stand up, I'm not sure you want to, whatever it may be, but I, I was uh, up there watch, trying to watch that game while Sean green was on stage. And I could, you know, and he's, and I, They're like, Kobe, you ready in five minutes? I'm like, no, 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 man. This is down to the, the <laughs> final minute of the game here. Just give me, give me 10. Tell him to tell him to stay on stage. Keep going. <laughs> right. Keep going. I got to see the end of this. I is got that money material? on
2: this. You're like, fuck it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Priorities. <laughs> Just are.
0: talk to the crowd, dude. Ask them questions.
1: Have you been to murder mountain? Cause I saw that documentary on Netflix about Humboldt County.
0: Uh, no, but I can tell you this Humboldt was, was really, uh, hurting from the legalization of marijuana. The town, a lot of the town had been, uh, I mean, it was kind of a ghost town, man.
2: Yeah. The economy is entirely built on, uh, yeah. Vacations. I, I took a vacation up there with my, uh, conspiracy theorist friend Nice and, uh, yes, good times kind of bunked up there, trimmed weed all week, got high as fuck all week.
0: They give you <laughs> weed. Like it's like fucking, you know, like just, capital. there. Oh my God. Like here you want some weed i'm like sure and then he like gives me like a jar of weed i am like, dude, i don't need all this fucking weed you know what i mean like
2: i'll, I'll take yeah, it last you a year yeah <laughs> yeah that's an afternoon for them up in humboldt
0: no but they're great people had a great time uh, doing stand-up there man dude so. they're
2: crazy i there is a dude like whose face looked like it had been scarred like a, a thousand times and he's all tatted all over his face shaved bald head he's wearing this leather jacket that's all stitched together and he's got fucking antler horns like hanging off the hood i I was freaked out up there there's chicks walking around sunday morning in their fishnets it was like it's a different world and humble
0: hey well they as long as they pay me to do stand-up i'll go there all the time they were great lumberjack i (laughs) also should note that in the uh the green room of that comedy show they had jack tatum's biography that was awesome i was reading between watching arizona uh, you you or not Arizona Hawaii come down to the final play because that came down to the, literally one yard away. A little take got stopped at the one yard line. Yeah. Uh, and and reading Jack Tatum's book, it was just a great a great fucking day. Did Jack
2: I, Tatum start Murder Mountain?
0: He might have. He might have. But anyway, <laughs> the assassin. Uh, hold on. So I had first pick. I take Nebraska at Illinois. Patty C would go two, taking Hawaii at UCLA. We'll state our reasons why. I think we kind of did. Nick at the third pick. Who would you go on this? first? Short five game lineup.
1: Not much left, but I guess I'd have to go UConn at Fresno State. Uh, UConn is the team that punted on the 2020 season because they're a bunch of, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Randy back at uh, UConn trying to get that program back just to got what extended. he did his first go around.
0: His contract got extended. So watch him uh, last year when no one was playing games, watch him just having crazy practices just bring it in top talent i have no idea but I, I i would agree that that's the third best game so then we would vote on the worst game after you know after obviously uh, on week 1 we'll play out 10 times the, the the first round of uh picking each game um then we would pick the worst game and i think the worst game is actually probably going to be southern utah the thunderbirds who have been playing competitively in the fcs ranks at san jose state uh, cause UTEP and New Mexico States, actually a little bit of a rivalry game. So I think that's better than Southern Utah and yeah.
2: San Jose state. I feel like there's probably some history there. I don't know it, but <laughs> they both, been but in there the you FBS. go. You get the <laughs> idea, right?
0: Yeah. You get the idea. We're going 10 rounds. Top games are the games you're most excited for state your reasoning. Uh, so all of us with 10 picks each, then we will then quote the worst game. Then we will pick an upset on the board and then we will go with our Dream TV lineup. Here we go, guys. All right, week one. Let's get to this thing. But before I get to it, I want to tell folks that the college experience, way too early college football preview, is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you to the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk-free sports bet. Uh terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and download the app today. Um so uh yeah, let's get to this. Week 1, here we are. Here we are guys. We got football going from Wednesday till Monday, Labor Day Monday. Um My top pick I'm going to go look, everyone thinks I'm going to go, you know, Georgia Clemson because of the invitational uh, stakes, perhaps the the college football playoff stakes that are there. No, I'm going backyard bra in the great state of North Carolina on Thursday, September 2nd, East Carolina against app state in Charlotte at Jerry Richardson stadium or whatever the fuck that's called now, right? Uh, This is over the past thirty years, the two best programs in the state of North Carolina. Right. I know UCU's had four four bad years now, but they're fixing things. They're gonna be. This is the year we do it. App State kind of trending in the. I mean, look, they finally lose the Sun Belt uh, uh, title. Co- Coastal Carolina strip some of that. Uh, so perhaps maybe you know three coaches, three years. I, I this is where ECU comes back to where they should be. Gets it done. The, the best two teams, the best two programs over 30 years in the state of North Carolina. I'm taking East Carolina. App State is my. You know, I'm an ECU guy, so I got to take this game. There it right? is. I got to take this game. What do you guys think of this game in Charlotte?
2: Uh, NC Nick, you're you're our NC guy. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you? It don't off here.
0: mind
1: if I do. Come on. You think ECU is going to walk into Boone and just it's not grab Boone. a win? It's not Boone.
0: It's Charlotte. It's Jerry Richardson Stadium.
1: Well, Boone's closer to Charlotte than, than Greenville.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently, well, my I was closer to my dick than <laughs> my fucking face, but I still <laughs> don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is, it is put up
1: or <laughs> shut up time happens. for Mike Houston in year three. He has no more excuses. Uh, your third year, that means you got your guys in there. He's got a returning quarterback and Holden Ailers. He's got some some weapons, you know, in the skill
0: positions. Great run game, great run. Dude, this is the year. Last year was COVID. All right, COVID. This COVID that had players opt out on both teams. Uh, App State though did lose their quarterback. They brought in the Duke transfer, uh, the guy from Clemson. I'm drawing a blank on the name right now. Bryce. Chase Bryce. Chase
1: Bryce. Yeah, I think he might even be better than Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas did not have a good senior campaign. Yeah, I don't know where his head was, but um, you know, so I I think that I don't think that's going to affect him that much. Now, obviously, the jury's still out on head coach Sean Clark in his second year. I mean, on the surface, last year App goes eight and three, and they get a bowl win. That sounds pretty good, right?
2: But oh, got a little uh, feed action. Hello,
0: are you there, NC Nick?
2: (laughs) NC Nick cuts out. I'll pick up the slack. Still have Thomas Hennigan. Oh, oh, there at. we go.
0: There we go. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, you know, we're having some 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 audio problems here. Uh, I so where were you? I heard I heard you mentioned their their wideouts, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm back. Yeah. I mentioned Thomas Hennigan. They're 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 leading receivers back, as well as two great running backs. So uh, app is still loaded here. So uh, don't expect ECU just to come in there and get an easy win.
0: I know. That's why it's going to be a great game, and we're going to reestablish ourselves as the top team in the state of North Carolina.
2: Let me throw around some numbers at you, real quick, Colby, that might make you reconsider your stance here. Uh, last five seasons, ECU record. Scotty Montgomery. Five and seven, three and nine, three and nine, three and nine, four and eight. In that same Duke, time period. Duke
0: sent in a spy to destroy our program. All right? <laughs>
2: very Duke thing to do. Scotty
0: Montgomery <laughs> comes in and just d- deals a death blow to East Carolina. I'm still mad at that athletic <laughs> director, um, but this is we, where we, so we called
1: it when he was hired. We called it when he was hired. We're like, I don't know about that. What? I don't know about that call.
0: And we called it when Ruffin McNeil was fired. What the fuck was that about? So that is my play as top game. I know. Look, I know that's traditionally, everyone's gonna be like, what? That's probably like 10th, 12th, 14th, 15th. Um, but it's my top game. I can't wait to watch this one on Thursday night. So that is number one, Patty C number two game of the week here. Let's, let's go. Well, I'll
2: tell you about that uh, ECU game. There's probably not going to be a better drinking atmosphere in college football than when you get the Mountaineers and the fucking pirates together. Uh, NC Nick might have to be there for that.
0: Yeah. Hey-o. I might have to be there for that. We might have to fucking go to Jerry Richardson Stadium whatever the fuck what's it called now? Panther Stadium? I don't know. I hope they didn't name it after him. No, I think it was. It was named after <laughs> I one think point. they should yeah. change it if they Old Racist
1: it? Bastard Stadium. Right?
0: <laughs> he he had the best selling of a team ever because it was like <laughs> It was like you know all this Me Too movement started and hit like it was like instantly he was like sell the team sell the team <laughs> hey, right? he saw it, Donald it, Sterling yeah, he was like yeah. fuck
2: that <laughs> dude he sold the
0: team in like a week
2: yeah
0: like you know a lot of these teams are like for sale for like a year yeah he was like no sell it sell it like
2: <laughs> <laughs> Washington football team Redskins are taking two years to re uh, rename yeah. themselves this guy sold the fucking dude, team in it a week.
0: happened overnight it was like three days he sold that fucking team. Um. Okay. Give me your second pick, then.
2: Well, yeah. Obviously, if you want to fucking yeah. take this thing seriously and not be a drunk ass like Colby over here, which you know I think he's got his priorities straight. But either way, Clemson, Georgia, massive fucking ramifications. Same
0: stadium, Jerry Richardson Stadium on is Saturday.
2: Really? Yeah. When is the uh,
0: UCU's Thursday?
2: Oh wow. Saturday is Clemson, North Carolina, Georgia. the fucking epicenter of college football opening weekend. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean. DJ Ukulele as Colby calls him. Yeah, uh California boy. That's right. Uh, oh, hi, can we just
1: start to call him DJ U? Let's just this is right now new rule we just call him DJU. DJ U. DJ U should you.
2: catch on. I like DJ Ukulele though. I, I feel like there should be like a little a little sound effect like wiki 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 and then like have like the uh ping ping thing, thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um yeah, I mean he's he's going to step in. we're going to see what he's got. We're going to see uh Georgia's um, transfer quarterback from USC is he is he healthy? J T Daniels. J T yeah. Daniels. You know Georgia's uh, pretty high in the preseason rankings, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, definitely uh, college football playoff invitational ramifications in this game, uh, pretty obvious. And then you got to figure that Georgia figured it out last year once Daniels got it going. They still have one of the most. These are two of the top six most talented teams in college football, and whoever wins this right out the gates is almost guaranteed to see themselves in the college football playoff at the end of the season, just based on this win,
0: And whoever loses this will probably be like this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He felt like like shit afterwards.
0: All right. Now. uh, (laughs) All right. uh, Dude. I mean, that's a compelling game because the margin for error after this becomes really thin for the loser. Yes,
1: very much so. And because it's a compelling game because you have two top five programs, you got two potential Heisman candidates. Yeah. And I mean, and they're like it, 80 miles. It may miles not, from it may each not other. be the the only time they see each other all year. I mean, hell, who knows? Maybe they they you know have a a rematch game in in the playoffs. It's quite
2: possible. Very possible.
0: All right, all right Nick. Now your pick three. Patty C takes Georgia, Clemson. I go uh, App State, ECU. Pick three. So your third, or potentially whatever the hell you, you get, the third pick. Whatever game you think is the third best game. All
1: right, I'm going Alabama, Miami. Now I know on paper, <laughs> it sounds like, like a good game, but speaking of paper, I mean, Miami's been, you know, paper tigers the last few years, oh. you know, starting off hot, you know, winning a bunch of games and then really showing their true colors. How about last year, for example, nine and one going into the season finale, uh, uh, the regular season finale against UNC where they get whipped 62 to 26. But I mean, look, I mean, Miami, if you look at the roster, Deart Kings is back. They're loaded at running back with Cameron Harris, Cheney Jr., Knighton. Uh, I mean, they got Harley Pope and Wiggins at receiver. They won't even miss Brevin Jordan, the tight end that much, because uh Will Mallory's back.
0: Yeah, Mallory was better last year, I feel like, at points.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that. And I look, I know Bamba has lost a lot, obviously. Just look at the you know, who's gonna be in the first round of the up the upcoming draft here, but they'll reload. And this is the first chance to see what the new quarterback for for Bama will look like apparently it's going to be Bryce young. Yeah. You know, so his first game ever starting against Miami, that's appealing. I mean, just on the name brand alone, Alabama versus Miami sounds good. Now come third quarter, is it going to be competitive? That's the question.
0: I think you're crazy. <laughs> for this pick. You're crazy for this pick because look, first off, Derek King's coming off an injury. Last year, I'll be honest, I even with Miami's wins, they did like that classic year with Mark Rick a few years ago when they won 10 games. It was a counterfeit eight and three season. Right. It was a counterfeit 10 and three season that year with Mark Rick. You look at these wins and you're like, okay, agreed. Uh, okay. They beat Virginia in 1914. Virginia wasn't very good. They destroyed Pitt, but Pitt was starting their backup quarterback. They got very fortunate to beat NC state. They beat Virginia tech by one in a game where Virginia tech pissed away that game. They destroyed Duke. You know, they, they, they beat, uh, Louisville by, by 13 in a game that was actually closer had Louisville, just given up two gigantic plays, Florida state sucked. And even that UAB game 31, 14 deceiving in the fourth quarter, that was 17 to 14. I don't believe this team is very good. Uh, I think Derek King coming back from an injury leaves a lot of question marks. I, 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 dude, I'll be honest. I had this rated as like the 10th best game of of week one.
1: Well, look, I agree with all of that, but it's (laughs) Alabama, Miami. You're tuning in. The country's tuning in, at least for the first half, to to see how Miami looks, how new, how Bama's new quarterback looks. Look, it's Alabama, Miami. If you could quit being college football hipster for two minutes, well, no, <laughs> maybe
0: you want me to be college football hipster. When's the last time <laughs> Miami was good? It's been twenty years, guys. It's been maybe seventeen years. Ah, uh, Miami years.
2: has had two freaking good seasons in the last five years. I want to say
0: no eight and three, dude. I mean, they weren't
2: good. They though. were in the top 10 late in the season. Well, of course two, they will be. Of course. I,
0: I mean, they're going to give them that pass every fucking time, but I'm saying like uh, based off of them, they have not Korea had that the level of talent it has not been the same. I since- knew
1: this would get Colby riled up. <laughs> now on one hand, I agree. Had they been top 10 caliber team? No, they have not. Even if their record early or mid in the year looked like a nice record. They really haven't deserved that. I agree. And chances are they don't have what it takes in the trenches to hang with Bama, but everybody's going to tune in to at least find that out. Right? So that's well, why I want to tune in also.
0: Well, not only that, Miami, after they lose to Bama, they're going to lose to Appalachian state week two and probably Michigan state week three. So I, I guess we'll get there as the weeks go, but uh,
2: th- how's this stat for you? What's that? Miami has Lost ten of their last eleven bowl games and uh, served a two-year self-imposed ban in there. Prior to that, so Miami has won one bowl game since two thousand six. This yeah. is not the program it used to be. It's a since two thousand six, one yeah. bowl game win since wow. two thousand six.
0: And you guys are trying to give them. Hey, while we're at it, then can we bring up Georgia Tech back into the 20s? They were they had a great run in the 1920s. <laughs> all right, so I mean we can go team Still the U,
1: man. Still the U. People will tune in. Still a turnkey program. Well, hell,
0: I mean look, there's better games out there, but look, you chose yours. You chose yours. All right? Yes, there are
1: better games out there. I agree. I'm just saying that people are going to be tuned into this, and so will I.
0: I I will will not probably be. I'll probably watch. This is one I'll probably watch on like Tuesday or Wednesday.
2: Colby is a college football hipster.
0: What's exciting about this game? What's First it? off, it's not even at a college campus; it's in a fucking dome, right? I hate yeah. watching dome football, right? <laughs> Th- then, then you got this game. Like, uh, this will be over after I- I'm going to say f- seven minutes left in the second D. quarter. Harry
2: King was healthy, which from I believe uh, what Diaz said, that that's that that's off the table at this point. Uh, then it might have, you'd have that X factor that King brings where maybe no. there's a very minuscule chance that they could find themselves in this game. If you know, Alabama, look, Virginia tech, a few years back played uh, Miami in Atlanta. And that game was close for a little Alabama, bit or Alabama in okay. uh, Atlanta. And but so that was
0: before the Alabama went to the new pro style offense. Really?
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. what I'm
0: saying. I was reading all about that. Like this game is not going to be close. It's going to be 28. I'm, I'm going to say go ahead let me 31 or 28 to three by, by halftime.
2: Well, I'll say this. No, no, no. It wouldn't be my third most watched game. I'll agree with Colby on that one,
0: Dude, but- there's a lot that, it, and I'm going to make this case right now. Cause I, it, now that this one's off the, or, or back we're back on the board. Well, oh, it's your turn. Well, for sure. This game is better. Like th- this game. it Look, I understand the Georgia Clemson argument, but this one Penn state at Wisconsin, I'm going to give you several reasons why first off it's on a <laughs> college campus, which is going to be awesome. Cause you're going to feel the college experience. All right. But then this is a conference game. This is huge out the gate. Penn state at Wisconsin, uh huge implications that will impact the whole season. Uh, even if Alabama loses to Miami, which we know won't happen, they can still make the playoffs. Penn state, Wisconsin, this thing has you Penn state loses this. They still have to play Michigan, Ohio state. You know, they're going to have to go through that gauntlet. So this is a gigantic game by far. I think, uh, you know, had ECU app state not been on the slate, uh, I probably would open up with Georgia Clemson and the second one being uh Penn, uh, Penn state at Wisconsin. So now getting, getting what I think is the second best game uh, at, at the fourth. So the, pick.
1: so the second best game is, is two teams that were, that ended last year, regular season 500 or below 500.
0: You dude, you keep quoting this COVID year. All right. Was Miami really good last year. Do you think if Penn state Was Wisconsin or Penn state, I, Oh, I would put heavy money. Penn state would fuck up Miami last year.
2: Penn state lost five in a row to start the year. I would say though, that COVID has proven to be a pretty big anomaly in terms of like teams performances and maybe Well,
0: well, first off Penn state had Micah Parsons sit out their linebacker. That's their best. Everyone's sitting out. No spring
2: practice to like to get it ready. That's gonna, you know, create chaos, you know, especially when the teams are, have such drastic like differences in the amount of practices would, a team like BYU, give it to Navy that handily, like physically no, out the no, gates. If no, there wasn't a major no. difference in the practicing yeah, definitely not. So I think we will see a little bit of a n- n- uh, return to normalcy in terms of the pecking order of things. Um, not that the top of the pecking order was any different than it was, but-, but tell
0: me this game is an awesome out the gate in Madison. I'm hoping, you know, we'll get to, the, I mean, obviously there's no time on it yet. This is a huge game out the gate for both. Look uh, Wisconsin's chances to win the big 10 West. If they lose this game, that's a critical loss because they, you know, they're going to have to play Iowa
2: Northwestern. Mm, it's a bigger game for Penn State. In fact, this game really doesn't have a huge amount of like, I guess, because some of these other teams in the uh, big 10 West are coming up a yeah, little bit like
0: Purdue is much better. Minnesota is much, but I mean, talk about a team that you can't judge their season by last year. Minnesota, yeah,
2: that's true. It,
0: it had f- fucking, I feel like 400 players not play throughout the season. That's true. That's uh, very true so I, I think this game is loaded with as to me the the mo- I'll be honest. I, even though Georgia Clemson is there, this game I would rather watch. It's not on a college campus, it's not going to have an NFL feel This is going to be awesome.
2: And it's what got- about
1: the fact that this, that it is in in conference? Now, what I like about some of these you know week one, week, two games is that you're seeing teams from other conferences play each other. I can watch a big Ten matchup between two pretty good schools pretty much any week of the year, only week one, week two, maybe week three. Do you get these big matchups from teams wow. from out of conference it's that you don't what the see every
2: year. should yeah, be. But, it's what the bulls were intended to but, be like, But
0: you're still going to get this Penn state. I think welcomes Auburn week three. It's just, I like them mixing it up and starting out with conference play and having a game of this magnitude out, out the gates.
1: I like it too, but I would not rank it as high as you. I, it, it was on my list. It was number nine on my wow. list. Wow. We're
0: all all over here because I had Bama, Miami number 10. Um, Okay. Patty C it's on you.
2: Ooh, you know, I'm going to kind of go, there are a couple of these games that have potential for upsets, um, but Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. Give me Boise State, UCF.
0: Oh, n- uh, interesting. Boise, Boise State, State at, at UCF
2: because you want to talk about two teams again with maybe potentially fringe, uh, invitational considerations. Should all the chips fall in their favor, and we know that even if every single chip on Earth fell in their favor, that probably still wouldn't get in. But when you have two teams that have established as much clout as these two have, I mean, these are undisputedly the top two, most deserving non or group of five teams uh, in a single season setting, maybe, maybe TCU certainly yeah. back then, but then they got their group of five. So the remaining group of five teams in terms of clout.
0: does it ruin it? Some that both teams are breaking in brand new coaches. You're having miles against Andy Avalos, the former Boise player, also the def- defensive coordinator of, uh, of Oregon, a
2: little bit for Boise, but I mean, Malzahn, you got to figure UCS going to be better. You know? I
1: think it's more interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: this I think game, it
1: gives you more reason to watch because there's more
0: unknowns. Interesting. Well, Patty C coming, ringing through here. I had this game actually at, the, at exactly the spot where he picked it. So I, I can't wait to watch this matchup. Uh, this is once again, I imagine there's so many good games on this Saturday. Uh, this is one that I'm imagining will probably be on the, tam- the same time slot as Bama, Miami, and I will much rather watch Boise UCF than Bama, Miami.
2: Fair enough. I, uh, I'm with you on that. I, I'm, mean, I'm I mean, a what? With <laughs> yeah, the
0: '92 Sugar Bowl—that thing's that <laughs> long gone. All right. Do you know not walking sh- through sh- that door? Shut sh- your pie holes. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we are. Nick, pick six. Here we go. Let's go. LSU, UCLA. Oh, I love it. I love this. That's matchup. a great. That's a game. Man. That's a very interesting.
1: A lot of angles to this game. I mean, is this the game where Chip Kelly firmly puts
0: UCLA on the map? I think. I think it could be. We've got to go beat this next week. We'll take it
2: one game at a time.
0: Congratulations. Go Tigers. I mean, look this this game. I think is a trap game for LSU. And by the way, I, this is where I do bring up the stat that I believe over the past twenty years that uh, the SEC has played at. The uh, the Pac-12 teams, and I want to say the Pac-12 four and two at home, playing the SEC in the past. Boom, oh, that's years. true. The yeah.
2: SEC does not like to get out to the West Coast.
0: Interesting matchup here. And you see, watch like- out for Dorian
1: Thompson Robinson, the quarterback. He's yes. a baller. Talk about a dark horse and L- Heisman L- candidate.
0: LSU, a lot of people transferred away. They had problems. They fired the defensive coordinator, Eric Gilbert. The tight end leaves. He might be coming back. Who knows? Uh, a lot of players transfer away came out early. um, And then I'll say that I think
1: they found something late in the year with that quarterback, max Johnson. Yeah. Now look, LSU won five and five last year. Yeah. They struggled. They won their last two games over Florida and Ole Miss. So they found something in that quarterback, max Johnson and that, that receiver Kayshawn Sean bootay. I I (laughs) might, I might be, I might be mispronouncing that, but that dude had over 400 yards in the last two games. I mean, that, that combination right there is going to be electric. So I think LSU is trending upwards, and UCLA. I think they could really, you know, have something to say this year as you know the winner of the Pac-12. They showed signs, et cetera, et cetera. They
0: they showed signs as the season went on. That game against USC, uh, a few of the other games late in that year, UCLA started to turn a corner. I thought. Now uh, UCLA has an advantage of playing Week Zero too. That's another
2: thing to catch. That's true. The factor in work out some kinks.
0: Okay, Uh, I like that pick. So. Um, I had that one spot back, but it, we're, we're pretty much there. Um, I'm going to take you to what is right now labeled as the Thursday, Friday matchup, North Carolina at Virginia tech, everybody, you know, I was funny. I was watching the early season money on the, on, uh, you know, in Vegas as as to who is betting on who to win the national championship. Surprised to see some North Carolina national championship t- money thrown out there. Uh, almost in the same realm as, uh, you know, matching almost the amount of money that Oklahoma was getting and other teams like wow. that. So North Carolina, I am not buying it personally, yeah. but uh, I think they have a tricky game Thursday or Friday night in lane stadium, Blacksburg, Virginia. I know, you know, people can say what they want about Fuente, but North Carolina is a team that kind of, to me, even though that they are extremely talented, they had their issues stopping teams. I think Virginia tech can win this game. I think this is going to be a, this is going to be a wild one at lane stadium. You know, that crowd will be wild
2: for this one. Oh my gosh. Thursday night opener with a uh, division. Yeah. Probably t- the two division front runners. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Miami might be in there, but tech was like, you know, had a quiet season, but really came pretty close to winning that division at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh,
0: and that's so, another team that last year had tons of players out.
2: I guess there wasn't a division last year, but still had yeah. a decent, decent season
0: but they had tons of players out last year. You know what I mean? Like that's a team that you almost got to throw COVID out because it's like, okay, I have no idea. They were, they were, they were, they played multiple games down 35 players. Yeah.
2: Justin Fuente has had the worst hand handed to him for like four years straight. Now, eventually he's got to catch some luck.
1: Oh, why has he had the worst hand handed to him last year? Okay. Previous
2: years. Uh, well, his quarterback uh, situation is always like how, how many quarterbacks? Has he had He's transfer? had a
0: lot of transfers out. Now that could be his own doing. That's what,
1: that's yeah. what I'm getting at. You know, people, the players are leaving for a reason, probably mostly him.
2: Well, I think that, you know, Justin Fuente, he had the reputation as a disciplinarian when he came there and uh, maybe something happened at Virginia tech that kind of got it was the same thing that happened at Florida state. You went enough your coach gets old. The uh, atmosphere becomes a country club atmosphere. They, they don't want to listen to you because they've won before with this coach and that like style, but things had gotten stale in Virginia tech. Foster couldn't get to the same level. He was at the offense really sucked for a while. And so, you know, Fuentes, I think had a harder hand dealt to him than people realize, but I do think that some of that is self-imposed as well. So, It's interesting to see. I think there's a lot of pressure on him to get it done here.
1: Well, his his best two years in Blacksburg were his first two years, where they went ten and four, nine and four. Since then, they went six and seven, eight and five, and five and six. That 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 kind of goes against what you just said there.
0: Well, the five and six, I truly truly think you got to throw that out. I mean, they they. fair enough. They, if
2: they were other schools, they took liberty to the gun last year,
0: Kansas state, Minnesota, and Virginia tech, those three schools specifically, I can remember playing multiple, multiple games with 30 and 35 players out. I mean, that is uh, other teams canceled uh, Florida canceled LSU. They had like three players out. You know what I mean? It's like uh, that. I think you have to throw last year's record out.
2: Yeah. that's fine.
0: But even before that, Eight yeah, and five it seems like seems like the program season. was
2: trending the wrong way. It is definitely trending the wrong way a little bit. He he had some good starts, but I'm just saying.
0: But this is a but You tell me do you trust North Carolina? They're a team that I thought in in each spotlight when they had a chance to show it, they kind of were lackluster, you know, right. and they played down at Wake Forest. They still beat Wake Forest, but they struggled in that game. Like this is a team that has NFL players on it last year, uh and and they were struggling like that. So I don't know. Uh, I think this is a game. I can't wait to watch this one.
2: Well, what's up with uh, Daz Newsom and Diaby Brown? Are they coming back? Or are they going pro? Brown went pro. Newsom's back, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's enough to be a pretty big factor right there.
0: Yeah. Um, and Sam Howe obviously is back as well. Okay, Patty, C, it's on you. pick number. What is this? eight?
2: Okay, yes. And I am going to stay on the Thursday slate, and I'm going to go another in-conference uh, matchup. That is Ohio state at the very, very golden Gophers of Minnesota. PJ Fleck would have a wonderful win and, and an amazing start to year. Number three in Minnesota is it three or four now in Minnesota.
0: No, I think it's, I think it's four because yeah, I think it's four
2: number. Yeah. You're number four in Minnesota. Meanwhile, Ryan day trying to figure out the quarterback situation. Obviously, you know, he's had it pretty nice with uh, Justin Fields there. Ohio state hasn't had a quarterback, uh, Dilemma in front of them like this in quite a while, um, and so whether or not that offense is going to be dynamic, it's going to be a hostile crowd, presumably up in Minnesota. Um, there's potential for a little bit of an upset here, and that would derail Ohio State's uh, playoff chances pretty significantly.
0: Uh, no, I, I think this game's compelling just because I think Minnesota they weren't as bad as their record indicates last year. Once again, it's like the Virginia Tech thing. Like they, I mean, I remember I was watching one game where they said they're they're going with like. Third string offensive lineman. No nah. wonder why you're getting destroyed. Yeah. Uh and Tanner Morgan's back. This didn't guy, they take
2: an L to Michigan?
0: Yeah. 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 Out the gates. Uh they, and they didn't have like 13 players that game, I think. And, more and than it that, was
1: what's well, funny about that game is that we're like, oh damn, Michigan looks good. This might be a hardball's year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Whoa. not so much. But t- Tanner Morgan's back. to got an experienced quarterback. Uh I it wouldn't shock me if this is a game late. Yeah. I think everyone's I, I can tell you this, I'm leaning. I don't know what that line will be. Gophers in the points, though. Give me the Gophers in the points. NC Nick, it's on you, buddy, for uh, what I think would be the ninth pick in this uh, in this thing. I like that game,
1: Patty C. I'm going to take it to another in conference Big Ten matchup, actually. And and Patty's uh, selection and my selection here, I had higher than Colby's Penn State Wisconsin. Wow. I'm going Indiana at Iowa. and wow. wow. Granted, on the surface, Penn State Wisconsin sounds better. But I think Indiana and Iowa might be better than Penn State and Wisconsin. Uh, these could be two top twenty programs. You know, um, it, it, Indiana was what they were six and one regular season. They had wins over Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, uh, and you know Penix Jr.'s back. He got hurt like mid late last year. Um, they bring back uh, his favorite target or one of his favorite targets, uh, Ty Freifogel. And meanwhile, Iowa was six and two last year, and they won their last six games after losing the first two. And they also bring back their quarterback in Spencer Petras uh, 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 as, as the running back Tyler Goodson. So these two teams, they might be top 20. I think this is a better matchup than Penn state, Wisconsin, actually.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to go Penn state, Wisconsin, but I think this is right there. But I think Indiana was once again, one of these teams that was fortunate uh, based on the COVID scheduling, but I am, I do think Tom Allen's doing a great job. I just don't think they were as good as there's those rankings indicated. Um, I like this match. I actually just read an article this morning about the, so, so I forget the writer, but it's claiming that Iowa could be a sleeper playoff team, which I, I mm. laugh at, but, but, um, I do think <laughs> this is going to be a good game and I think Iowa's going to be good this year. Obviously in uh, Iowa city, this place should be lit. Um, I like it. I like this play on that game. All right. I like that play on that game. Patty C, what do you think of this game?
2: Well, we're going to see if Indiana is a blip on the radar last year and a beneficiary from the uh, COVID stuff. Uh, Iowa is going to be Iowa, you know, seven and five to probably 10 and two is their range uh, ceiling and floor. Um, but uh, I do think that Indiana, uh, what they pro- proved against Ohio state and keep keeping that game pretty close and like that game was actually a little closer than I've given it credit for in the past, Indiana, even though Ohio state pulled away and went up 21. And so it wasn't really that close. Indiana was kind of evenly matched when they were playing. Um, a couple breaks didn't go their way. I think there was a pick six. So, but either way, Indiana may be a really good team. This is, I think Nick's right. This may be a really good matchup and there may be some implications. Although I don't think that Indiana is going to come out of the big East. It's probably a bigger game for Iowa.
0: Yeah. Big 10 East, not big East. Um, big 10 East. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's a great game. Can't wait to watch. Okay. Next up is my selection. And I'm going to, I'm going to take you to labor day. I'm going to take it to Ole Miss lane. Kiffin year two going up against Scott Satterfield Satterfield. Uh, you know, Louisville definitely struggled last year, especially on the defensive. Well, they, they've struggled on the defensive side of the ball for years. I think this is a uh, a this has the potential for a wild wild shootout on Labor Day. Ole Miss, the worst rated defense in the country, I believe, last year, and then Louisville, who it's unbelievable that Ole Miss's defense was worse than Louisville's because I remember watching Louisville being like their defense is ter- terrible. So something's got to give in this game. Shootout. Uh, obviously, uh, the quarterbacks are both back at at uh, both both universities, talking about uh, Corral and uh, Cunningham. So this game is, I mean, as much as I am not the fan of a 56 52 score, <laughs> this one could be just that old miss versus Louisville. I forget. I think this game's in Orlando. If memory serves me correct, Atlanta, Atlanta, okay. Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you guys think of this game? Amazing. Yeah.
2: It's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cunningham. Excellent. You know, he's like a junior, uh, Fucking Ravens quarterback, yeah, um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah, yeah. and then Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin. That offense last year was amazing, and um, they retain,
0: somehow retained their offensive coordinator. I'm drawing a blank. yeah, Jeff Levy. yeah, uh, for the the former UCF OC. Thought he would get a head coaching gig, he didn't. He's back, and that means this is gonna. This is just fireworks.
2: Well, yeah, I'll tell once you. It, uh, sorry, go ahead, Nick.
1: I was gonna say once again, a couple of dark horse Heisman candidates and Matt Corral and Cunningham, uh, both quarterbacks in this game.
2: That's true. That is true. It should be, should be some fireworks. Atlanta's usually good for that. Um, and I will say that, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Louisville, you know, maybe a sleeper for this division here. Maybe if they can pull an upset against Clemson and just have the edge and go into the, uh, I mean, they could be the thing that knocks Clemson out of the playoff and Mikhail Cunningham coming back with that much experience could be the X factor. And I do think that this is the game that has the potential to fuck Louisville over and the SEC finds a way to win, th- win these games, but Louisville could really start their season off on a good note if Dude, they get this This win. one
0: is going to be a f- true fucking shootout. This is right. an arena football game. We're gonna, yeah, which
2: you know? I could tolerate if I know yeah. it coming into <laughs> it. <laughs> and it's not every single game that we watch.
0: All right, Patty, C, it's on you now. We are on, uh, what, I believe, the was this the fourth round?
2: We are on the fourth round, and this is the first uh, eye roll I anticipate from you, Colby, and potentially for Nick, but... Give me it, Notre Dame and Florida state on Sunday.
0: I, I guess I'm okay with it being this far back. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I,
0: I'm not excited to watch this game, but I mean, just cause I don't think Florida state gave us any indicators last year that they were, that they were getting things together
2: a um, little at times, but very, very inconsistent from Florida state. Um, obviously beating North Carolina was one keeping it relatively close against Notre Dame. For most of that game was another one. Um, I
0: mean, uh, several teams did that. I mean, fucking, I think like uh, uh, Pitt without their starting quarterback. No, no, they destroyed Pitt. Someone else, Louisville, Louisville uh, almost beat Notre Dame last year. That's true. Yeah, Notre um, Dame
2: played down sometimes.
0: Dude, they ended their season with a, a nice 21 point win against Duke, but they gave up 35 to Duke. Prior to that, they lost to NC State by 16. And the game before that, they lost to Pitt with their backup quarterback by 24.
2: Well, here's another factor that you're not taking into account.
0: <laughs> Louisville by 32.
2: Yeah, they had some really, they laid some huge eggs. They got the quarterback situation, some interesting uh, things going on there. They got. Uh, Mackenzie Milton. Mackenzie but Milton. Who knows how healthy. He was a Heisman uh, candidate the last time we <laughs> His saw leg him. leg
0: almost got amputated,
2: dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, he is I, the, uh, I have no
0: idea what to expect with Mackenzie Alex Milton. Alex Smith of yeah. college football. Yeah.
2: But um, yeah, we're going to see. I mean, if he gets that and he comes out, you want to talk about starting that Florida state system. And I mean, they still have talent, obviously the recruiting rankings, but they had, they had don't some, reflect that as much a, lately, a but a lot
0: of really good defensive players, uh, Asante Samuel junior their their stud defensive lineman. They, they not only quit in the mid middle of the season.
2: Yeah. They well, they went
0: pro in the middle of the season and said,
2: fuck it. Addition by subtraction. I'm going to say that. Okay. You know? I, um, and, uh, and I could see that. Who's that big ass defensive lineman who wore number 21? He
0: dipped out on the season. That guy
2: was it. an ass. I mean, at sometimes he, he, he like, uh, kind of held it down for the team, but other times he's an ass and made him that, that kind of swinging in emotional state and, and, and commitment is probably expl- ex- explains, you know, their performance from game to game last year a little bit. So if uh fuck face from, um, I'm blame Memphis, his name. Yeah. uh, Just
0: getting done with college basketball. I got to dive. Mike Norvell. Norvell gets it figured out. I'm drawing a blank on the D lineman.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Whatever. Um, Um, Either way, Florida state, you know, turn turnkey program could, could get it figured out. could all of a sudden be a nine win team last year. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And Notre Dame has, uh, you know, reached its ceiling realistically. Unless Brian Kelly changes the recruiting approach a little bit. Um, is all about like the, the development and not really taking high end potential guys. And you know that, so that's where he's topped out.
0: It's a huge game for Florida state because their schedule is front loaded with their easier teams. So if they can get momentum, they can really have a great season. If Florida state can find a way to win this game after that, the next four Jacksonville state, wake forest, Louisville, Syracuse, they could essentially be five and zero if they, if they can, if figure they come out, things out. let me,
2: let me say this. This game's where it's in Tallahassee. Yeah, Florida State is going to win this game. No, Florida State is going to win this game. Notre, Notre Dame is going to be break. I guess Jack Cohn is a major. Uh, Notre
0: Dame's offensive line is going to dominate this game. Nick, what are you thinking in this game?
2: <laughs> well, no, I think Notre Dame wins.
1: Um, it is an important game for Florida State. I don't think they necessarily need to win to have a decent year. I think they have to be competitive. Um, I like some of what they're doing. I mean, you know, last year. I, they had a lot of people uh, transfer out or, you know, they opted out. Uh, so they, they played a bunch of young guys. Maybe that'll help them this year. Um, Jordan, Travis at QB. I think he's solid. If he can get the, if the O line can just give him something, you know, maybe they have a chance. Um, but Florida state had the 13th ranked defense out of 15 uh, ACC teams last year. Uh, that just shouldn't happen at Florida state. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of talent they had, that's just inexcusable. I don't know if that's coaching or if that I don't know what it is. Uh, meanwhile, Notre Dame had the the number 1 defense. Um well, so uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame is going to win this. Uh, Kyron Williams might have a huge game. I think uh, Notre Dame beat Florida State last year 42-26. If F- if FSU can be competitive, keep it within 10 points, I think maybe that'll propel them to a, at least a decent year where maybe they can make a bowl game.
0: And I should note that they drew last year. They drew uh, Virginia, who's not an offensive juggernaut, and Pitt from the coastal side of things. Um, actually, well, last year
2: was crazy because it wasn't, it wasn't two conferences. But um, I want to I say real quick, uh, Notre Dame championship game, being in Indianapolis – I think that is a, a factor for the powers that be to push them into that. They always do that. They did that with Tom Brady at Tampa Bay this year. So <laughs> now, granted, they don't have a storyline going in book, just going, but maybe Jack Cohn steps in and has a uh, Notre
0: Dame's going to win this game, bro. They're going to, I don't think it's
2: going to be that. Close. Well, I want to say this. I think it's going to be way closer than anyone thinks in the fourth quarter. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, intriguing. Um, Nick, it's on you now.
1: So here's where I think there's a drop off you know what? That's the first, uh, what the first 11, I think, is that where we're at?
0: Yeah, correct.
1: There's a little bit of a drop off here, but there's still some intriguing matchups. Um, give me Oregon state at Purdue.
0: I love this matchup. I can't yeah, wait I mean, to come on. Pac 12, yeah. big
1: 10. You got two programs that are kind of on the rise. We like uh, with, we think both uh, programs have good coaches, Yeah. Uh, some pretty good quarterback play. I think uh, this game could be off the radar. Exciting. I think it should be close it might be, you know, it might have one of the better finishes of all the games we've mentioned so far.
0: Yeah. I actually really like this matchup because it, I mean, once again, this one might have a shootout potential written all over it again, uh, much like the Louisville game. But uh, I think the real reasoning behind this is, is you're going to have two offensive minded coaches uh, with great, pretty good quarterback play. Oregon state turned a corner last year. I mean, I saw it coming. I was all over. That was one of my locks for win, win total the season ago, Oregon State on the over cashed in. It was my number one lock, I believe. Um, and look, they beat Oregon last year and everyone was praising Oregon as a, as a national contender. Um,
2: it was a big win.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, Oregon state can figure a few things out. Actually, I, I think it was 2019 that they hit their over last year. Uh, they did go two and four, but I don't look at this every single game they were in. Every single game they were in. Oh, they got hosed in that Washington game too on that bullshit first down call. Um, I'm all over this as being a great game. I like Purdue. Obviously, they lose their stud wideout, but they they developed some wideouts while he was injured. This I'm telling you, the Boilermakers' offense is gonna pose some problems for the Big Ten this year. I'm serious. Like that that, that, that as the season prolong, they have multiple wide receivers that are that are good, and that quarterback can throw the ball. So I, I expect the Boilermakers. I don't think they will be like in contention to win the big 10. Well, I mean, I wouldn't shock me if they won the big 10 West, but uh, I I think they're definitely going to be a thorn in some sides of uh, some teams playing the, the Boilermakers on the, on the schedule this year. So I love this matchup. Can't wait to watch this
2: one. Uh, Nick, you want to dive in on that one? No, that's his pick. Oh, that's his, I started it, buddy. (laughs) Oh, there it is. I'm all over the place. Uh, Yeah. Um, Jeff Brom, the, the wins and losses haven't really been there for him. Um, seven and six, six and seven, four and eight, two and four trending in the wrong direction in uh old Purdue. But uh, I do think he's a good coach. And if uh, they're, they're capable of some good wins and they're the home team here. So it, it is going to be a, a big game. I don't know that it has the implications that you guys think it will. I think both of these teams could just as easily have a shit season.
0: No, I think, I think Oregon state will be good this year.
2: Oregon state. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the one more I think Oregon
0: state's a contender. I'm not buying into that Oregon hype. I think Oregon state is a contender in their, in the, in the pac 12 North.
2: Well, they're, they're certainly clawing their way up the standing. So both teams will go bowling at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but, uh, okay. Then it's back to me here. Um, what do I want to play here? Let's go. Uh, I mean, I guess I got to play this in this situation. There's a couple, there's a couple of games here that are interesting to me. I mean, there's a bunch of games that are interesting to me, but, um, I got to go, uh, the other neutral site game here, Stanford, Kansas state. I think, uh, obviously Stanford, uh, you know, has some issues over the past couple of years. I feel like they haven't been the Stanford of old, uh, Davis mills gone, but they always have good quarterbacks. They've had good quarterbacks since LA, since fucking Jim Plunkett, they've had good quarterbacks. So I'm sure they'll figure it out there. Um, K state as a team, much like we, we touched on with Minnesota and Virginia tech. I mean, Chris Kleiman, I think is one of the best coaches that no one's ever heard of. And I think last year you look and you say, oh, they had a bad year. They played every week with like 30 guys out. I remember watching one game where I'm like, why are they even playing? They even beat Oklahoma with like 20 guys out. That was amazing. Even though, and Skyler, the Skyler Thompson injury was huge, but he's back. They also just brought in a Nebraska transfer at quarterback. I like this K-State team. I'm hoping that Stanford gives them a game because Stanford's a, a team that's kind of been... A mess to me. Like at certain times they look good, certain times they look horrible. I think this is going to be a decent game, though, down in Arlington, Texas, in Jerry's world. Once again, I hate the fact they're playing it there in that dome, and I hate these. Uh, I wish this was in Manhattan or Palo Alto, personally. But give me this as uh, as my my play: Stanford, K State. What do you guys think of this game?
2: Uh well, I think these are two very evenly matched teams. I'll I'll agree with you there. I'm not sure who's trending in the right direction. Obviously, K State had a little disappointing year. Kleinman stepped in and it looked like had it going. Uh, well,
0: they won like eight games I think the year before. Yeah, eight and
2: five, yeah. four and six. Um, in his first two years. Meanwhile, Shaw, who started out with, uh, five ten win seasons in his first six years, has only ha- hasn't had a ten win season in three years. Um, so and that's playing a full schedule. Uh, well, did it? Did they play? that uh, well. 2019
0: no, they did, they, they, last year. They only played, I think like five games. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. So they haven't even updated this thing. So it's yeah. been four years then okay. since he's had a 10 one season. So Colby, you were right about that. Shaw, the wave finally kind of crashed as Stanford as a contender. And as a result with uh, K state who had been kind of a wild card type team and then Stanford just below, you know, a, a good program or a very good program. Whoever wins, this is going to be uh looking to have a good season to start, start it out. Why am I fucking stuttering so much talking about this game? I don't know what the fuck I find it a little bit interesting, but, uh, there's not that much meat on this bone here.
0: I'm a, I mean, maybe I've always been a K state fan, so maybe that's got something to do with it. But I actually think K state could be a player in the big 12 this year. You think? Yeah. They, they,
2: they They beat Oklahoma. Well, the
0: fact that they had that many players out, they played a ton of people that were, deep deep into their uh you know like they weren't supposed to get any burn. Yeah. I think they're going to be experienced and I I I like them to be better at quarterback this year. Obviously that once uh once cuz not only covid, once their Skylar Thompson got out for the year, uh they had just a, a they couldn't move the ball on offense. Yeah, But now they have Skylar Thompson, they brought in this Nebraska transfer Warner I think they're going to have uh, two options at, at quarterback. Could be a factor but for right. the Wildcats, man.
1: Yeah, I think K State wins this game, but um, yeah, it's a good game. Two solid programs, solid history. Uh, you know, kind of mid pack in their conferences. As a matchup that you don't see all the time, so I'm uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it it belongs uh, where you picked it.
0: All right, Patty C, it's on you, my friend.
2: Well, there's a couple games that have some uh, either uh, border rivalry potential or even in state rivalry potential. Um, one of those that stands out to me that I'm kind of excited about. There's there's a bunch of those actually. And, and most of them are a little bit David, David Goliath, the group of five power five. And I'm sure we'll start touching into these soon. First one I'm looking at is San Jose state at USC. And I love this
0: matchup. Yeah. Dude.
2: And really the reason that it's so compelling is because, uh, fucking USC's coach, uh, Helton Clay Helton, Helton yeah. will find his seat. On fire if they lose this out of the gate. <laughs> yes. um, well,
0: and the fact San Jose State wins the Mountain West last year. I know it was a COVID year, but I th- really believe Brent Brennan is, and he brings Nick Stark going to be a sixth-year senior quarterback for the Spartans. <laughs> I mean, this how old is he?
1: Twenty-five. That's right. what I'm saying. He's
0: Paul Blake. Necessary roughness here. <laughs> um, I, I actually think this this and that defense played good for San Jose State last year, and I think getting a month to prep for some air raid. I think uh watch out man, watch out San Jose State might might be able to hang with them. Nick, what do you think of this game?
1: It's a fun game. I mean, uh, cause San Jose State, they're you know, they're they're one of those mid majors that, that they can play a physical brand of football. Um and the I mean you mentioned Stark at Q B. They got some options at receiver too. They got a couple guys there that can yeah, you know, really run some nice routes and, uh, you know, maybe calls. I expect, to, I expect a good offensive output from uh, San Jose state. Let's, you know, and they could be high scoring. We'll see um, USC uh, who's coming back. Are, are they pretty much loaded again? I yeah, mean, slow, is back, right?
0: Slow. is back. They also brought in Katie Nixon, a grad transfer from Colorado at wide out. Uh, they're loaded at the wide out I mean, they're, they're, but to me, I, I don't know that they should be playing air raid football personally as much as I like yeah. the air raid, I just don't think it's necessary when you're at USC.
2: Use the uh, line advantage yeah. that you're going to have from recruiting. Well, so,
1: he had to shake something up because it wasn't working all out that well with the more traditional offense.
0: Well, they, the shaking up perhaps could, should have been him being fired. I don't know. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he wins the pack 12 South often. So I don't right, know. Right. I actually kind of love it that he keeps saving his job <laughs> and, uh, and, and they struggle somewhat. So I, I do love this matchup though. So Nick, it's on you then. Where, where are you going for the next game here? All right,
1: we'll keep it out west. We'll go BYU at Arizona
0: in the Death Star. This is a great one. Uh, you know, uh, go on talk, but
1: you know, it's uh, a- no, yeah, you know, we got a, a new head coach at Arizona, uh, Jed Fish. Uh, what's his name is out the door, uh, uh, Sumlin. Sumlin, yeah. So we can't fade Arizona like we usually would because we usually we fade Sumlin, but and then also BYU, who's going to play quarterback? You know how's that offense going to look? Uh, you know, with a new quarterback and everything. So uh, yeah, it's a classic. You know, West. It'll probably be on at like ten o'clock at night. It might be, you know be on too late, but uh, it's an intriguing matchup. And I think BYU can go into Arizona and get that win.
0: Uh, I'm uh, no, it's it's at the Death Star in Vegas. But I get what you're saying. Like this is right. Th- th- this is a very interesting game to me. Um, yes, Arizona kind of at first I questioned that hire, but then he brought in Chuck C. So he brought in Antonio Pierce. I believe he brought in a slew of former, uh, Arizona, uh, players to be a part of their coaching staff to build the pedigree. And then if also, if you look at his pedigree, it's a guy who comes from a uh, long lineage of, uh, you know, successful coaches, whether Bill Belichick, Steve Spurrier, um, I could go on and on and on Pete Carroll. Um, so interesting hire, uh, out there in the desert. And then, uh, BYU, obviously I, w- I always thought that Kalani Sataki got a raw deal. As far as respect, I remember BYU fans before last season were calling for his head. Um, so I, I, I think it's a great matchup. I'm excited to watch this one. Patty, see? What do you think of Arizona BYU?
2: Well, I love the location. I love that. They're both kind of going to a, a true neutral location, uh, a, a co border state there and, uh, a fun location. Fuck. We might have to go to this That's one. what I'm
0: saying I was thinking uh, about that too. Yeah.
2: Um, and look, I, I want to see if Sataki can, uh, maintain the excellence that they achieved last year without, uh, homie at quarterback. And so, um, I do think that it is explained by more than the quarterback play their success. Cause they were running the ball down everyone's throat last year. They had it going on, on every level. And so I think they're going to come out and they're going to blister Arizona out the gates and Jed fish is going to have a tough start to the old head coaching career here. But, um it's gonna be interesting because you're right, he does come from a lineage of lots and lots of winning, so maybe he learned a little something, something along the way there.
0: Yeah, and uh I, but here's something with it not being COVID. And look, I know a lot of people love to uh to bring up the fact that their schedule, you know, was soft last year, but that was they're an independent and when COVID hit, obviously everyone's stuck to their conferences and stuff. This be way you schedule is brutal this year. They're so crazy. They, their schedule Arizona in Vegas, then Utah, then Arizona state out the gate, right? <laughs> After that, South Florida at Utah state home to Boise state at Baylor at Wazoo home to Virginia. I mean, this is, they're nuts. They're they, they schedule aggressively. So uh, anyway, let's, let's carry on here. All right. You're going to leave me this one. I'm excited for this one here. No, I'm not going to go with the uh, divisional game, which I think it w- would be, uh, the, I think it'll be in the next three or four picks. I'm going to go Louisiana Lafayette. And Billy Napier at Texas. I can't wait to watch this matchup. I'll be honest. Th- this one is pretty darn high on my list. Texas went out and, f- and fired, uh, you know, or went out and got Steve Sarkeesian fired. Uh, what's, what's our guy's name? Um, wait, the f- Texas fired their coach from Houston. Uh, uh, Herman. Oh, Herman. Oh, yeah, Tom Tom Herman Herman. And, uh, and I-, I think this matchup screams, pressure. You talked about clay Helton, perhaps getting the, I mean, they're not going to fire Steve Sarkeesian, but this is going to be a tough spot. If you lose to Louisiana Lafayette out the gates and Louisiana Lafayette (laughs) returning Levi Lewis, he'll be a six year senior Um, dangerous spot for the Longhorns coming into week one against a team that's won you know, uh, 10, 10, or I think double digit wins the past (laughs) two or three
2: years. Um, dude, watching the meltdown from that fan base. If he loses game one to a group, doesn't of five, it
0: remind you of like the, when Maryland swept them, like getting yeah. this spot, you're like, whoa, whoa, I could see Lafayette beating them. Yeah. Would not shock me. Another thing is Ellinger's gone. I would mean, not shock me at all. Right. If Lafayette beat
2: them, I'll tell you what too. If you want a feather in your cap, Colby, as far as the argument of group of five versus uh, quality power five programs, if Louisiana gives them a game or beats them, holy shit, like, yeah, then I, I think anytime you make that argument that, you know, it matters what group of five, these top 10 or these high end uh, blue bloods are playing, you can't let them just skate by, you know, well, Iowa state and consider that all group of fives, the same thing. They're not,
0: well, Iowa state found that out last year. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you guys think of this? Nick, what do you think of that matchup?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's got potential upset, you know, uh, Texas has been known, you know, it's it c- kind of come slow out the gates here and uh, Lafayette always keeps a solid program. Uh, I mean, chances are Texas wins wins pretty easily, but uh, yeah, I'll be tuning in for that.
0: All right. All right. There we go. Uh, Patty C it is on, you now, my friend for we're, we're getting late in this thing. We're getting, uh, I think it's around six.
2: Yes, we are. Um, look, there are some other matchups that are pretty compelling here, but I am going to go with a little local hometown flavor that I really enjoy, um, and that is where is this game being played? I think it's West Virginia at Maryland.
0: Yes, yes, at Maryland. This is in College Park.
2: Okay, um, Mike Loxley, been you know building that program well, that's from a the recruiting scary Part of
0: this game is it could be seventy-five to nothing, but at the same time he does have talent.
2: Yeah. I mean, talk about Jekyll and Hyde from week to week. That's what you get with Loxley. It seems like Neil Brown is slowly building this thing. Although
0: they look good at the end of last year. I thought, I don't know that they
2: have that this year, the potential to become elite, but he could slowly build them into a really fucking good team. Um, but Maryland, if they're playing, if they have a good game plan drawn up and they you know the talent plays well, They could easily win this game too. And the local flavor here. I really think that these two teams should be playing each other every every year. Um, Just because uh, Pitt and West Virginia are no longer on on each other's schedule every year. Backyard brawl is not, uh, you know, their traditional rivalry. Maryland doesn't have a traditional rivalry. They're always bouncing around playing this team, that team
0: Penn state. Apparently they're trying to force us with that being a rivalry. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah.
2: I mean, Maryland's what two and 38 all time in that, uh, rivalry quote, quote. So, um, Maryland and uh, West Virginia is a very good fit. The shapes both ha- kind of have the same issues as far as geographical difficulties in order to put a fence around their West state.
0: Virginia went six and four a season ago. I telling you, I think they could be turning a little bit of a corner.
2: It's going to be a fun one. Plus, you know, there's just something about these two teams that are they're They're a little bit redneck. There's a little bit of, there's a little hood and they're a little hood too. They're a little sterile, if you will.
0: There you go, Nick. <laughs> I was gonna say hood and
1: redneck. I mean, West Virginia uh, encompasses both. <laughs>
2: yeah, Mer- Maryland's little hood, not redneck. Uh, Maryland's got some red parts, but Maryland, not, gets, not no, hood, University of Maryland, right C. Yeah, yeah. But some of the players you're gonna get, you know, could be could be kind of red. What there. do you
0: think of this game, Nick? West Virginia, Maryland.
1: It's 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 interesting because we grew up in that part of the country. I don't think a lot of eyeballs <laughs> uh-huh. from the West Coast are gonna be watching this. I don't think a lot of Big Ten. Well, I, I guess Maryland's in the Big Ten, but I don't think they really, <laughs> don't yeah. really count.
2: I don't so, get any eyeballs outside like, of Maryland?
1: What do you? Yeah, then like, what do you make of uh, to his little bro? I mean, you played in pretty a couple good, games. Yeah. Like, he played pretty good last year. You know, um, that game against Minnesota was wild. He looked good against Penn State, and then not so good against Indiana, Rutgers. Um, and yeah, West West Virginia was playing better ball towards the second half of last year, so it's an intriguing matchup.
0: All right, Nick, it's on you then. For the- All right, you want some points? I do want some points. Oh, I think I- a highest
1: scoring shootout. Oh,
0: well, there we go. I guess I'll I'll settle for that. What are we looking at?
1: How about a, a Lone Star matchup between Texas Tech and Houston? Oh, oh, yeah. oh
0: yeah, And you got <laughs> uh, you got what? That's uh Dana Dana Holgerson, go He used to be an assistant at Texas Tech with Mike Leach, so it's a little bit of a uh, and, and, and speaking of the hot seat, Matt Wells. Matt Wells, a guy kind of getting off to a rocky start in Lubbock. This would be a bad loss out the gate for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially because honestly, I don't know how good of a coach uh, Hol- Holger is. <laughs> I almost said Holmgren, like the old Packers coach. Uh, I'm not sure how good of a coach uh, Dane Holgerson is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought t- I thought Houston started to turn the corner last year. They looked better to me what's their quarterback's name? Uh, Clayton tune. Yeah. Clayton tune is pretty good. I think, I think that Houston should be favored here. I'm going to be very, it's going to be very interesting to see, uh, who wins this game because I think, I think there's going to be a little bit of pressure on whoever, I mean, Holgerson's only in year three. I think Wells has, he might be in year four now. Um,
1: I will say Texas tech had a lot of injuries last year. Yeah, uh, quarterback, receivers—they just had a lot of injuries. And did they get that Oregon transfer show? They did. They did. So it's gonna be interesting if he's gonna start or if it's gonna be Columbia from last year. I, I, I'm assuming it's gonna be Show. So um, and yeah, they got some talent with uh, Thompson, the running back, and uh, Eric Izukanama Kanama, the receiver. So this game's, game's gonna be a shootout, man. If you want some, you know, fast-paced, high-scoring Texas college football, then this is it.
0: How do you see? What do you think of it?
2: Oh, I love it. Little yeah. West Texas versus South Texas, just the, the, the regional flavor and you got the fact that the it's for all intents and purposes, a home game for the group of five team here. We saw what happened the last time a uh, big 12 team came into Houston. Uh, Oklahoma took a fat L. I believe that was the last time they came into Houston. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, Texas tech, obviously is, uh, Oklahoma finished number three in the standings that year. So uh, it is not an easy place to play in Houston. Hungry, especially after making the final four in basketball to make that statement, tell the big 12, fuck you. We belong there and you can't afford us not to be there. And they can make a statement week one by saying that over Texas tech.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by odds crowd. Odds crowd has plenty of free contests, including a $500 weekly contest and a $2,000 season long MLB contest. And odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contest. It's a social app built for sports bettors free to download. You can live group chat other sports bettors. You can track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies and much, much more download the app for free or go to sports dot slash odds. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash odds. I also want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by PixWise.com, helmed by a team of trend watching data devouring sports fanatic wise guys, giving you the who how and why behind every prediction on every game, every day in every single sport, all for free college football, NBA, MLB, NHL, whatever the sport is, FCS college football. They got you covered with free analysis and more importantly, free picks plus they have all the betting news you need and experts best bets. Head over to pickswise.com for all the free picks you need. That's pixwise.com. All right. We're almost through this thing and then we can go from there. But uh, here we go. It's back on me here. I'm surprised. I see a conference game still out there and I feel like I just got to take it. I feel like it's a, it, it should be in, it, I, I feel like the rest of the games after this, which I like a lot of them, I just feel like I got to take Michigan state at Northwestern here, guys. It, it's, it's, you know, I understand Michigan state had their struggles last, last year, but Northwestern they represented the big 10 and Northwestern Northwestern's a team, by the way, that I feel like never blows out anybody. So this is <laughs> going to be a good game. So give me a- It
1: just it just screams boring as hell though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's a, it's a right spot for it. I I'm just say tune into the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, Northwestern lost, uh, lost their quarterback. Uh, what was it? Peyton Ramsey, the Indiana transfer. And Sounds right. They, and they brought in, uh, Oh man, a quarterback that I like, I'm drawing a blank on the name, man. I just, I'm still in college basketball mode.
1: It's they, tough, man. It's tough to transfer over so quickly.
0: They they brought in a, a quarterback transfer that I'm high on. I can't remember his name at the moment, but, uh, I'm excited to see that matchup because of Ryan Halinski. Yes. Ryan Holinsky, you know, from South Carolina, he had a great freshman year at South Carolina. Uh, and then last year, obviously South Carolina brought him like Bobo's the OC, and he brought in uh fifth year senior Colin Hill to start. So he kind of got the shaft at South Carolina. Halinski, I think is is going to be a good answer, uh, for Pat Fitzgerald with the wildcats. So yeah, tune into the fourth quarter, but uh, I think this is a like, good game.
1: This game is going to be very, or, um, Northwestern is going to be up about 10, six at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be up 13, 10 at the end of the third quarter <laughs> and then tune into the fourth and you got a ball game. <laughs> That's the way to do it
2: right there.
0: All right, Patty C it's on you, my friend.
2: Well, I got a couple here that have a potential personal flavor. Um, Colb, one thing real quick. You're the man uh, Colby's want to refill me up here what a, what a gentleman he what, what is this liquor you got here this see
1: one? see paddy i refilled myself when colby was doing his ad rum, break right? all right well,
2: that's I, the pro can't move. Ask me questions I, when i'm away from the microphone i went and i fucking got ice but i didn't know uh what he poured me for he makes a, a, a mean concoction this guy so i didn't want to uh, fuck up the diplomatico the thing here. diplomatico i've never even seen that it's got like uh some fucking fancy guy on the front of it i don't get like, okay. i get fucking Jim beam, <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> drinking Diplomatico over here. <laughs> You're a simple man. I am a simple man. I'm a salt of the earth. Poor well, first man off, is what Jim I am.
0: beam's not rum. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, true. Uh, details, but,
2: details. But, I haven't drank rum in like 10 years before this. Um, <laughs> look, there are some games that have personal appeal to me. Uh, one of them I am going to list here. Uh, Cincinnati hosting Miami of Ohio.
0: Is that your game?
2: I like it. There was a time when this was a pretty good rivalry. In fact, I want to say this is one of the oldest games and most played games in college football history. Um, and so I think that the, the uh, series is still relatively close. If I'm not mistaken, obviously Miami, Ohio doesn't have the potential that Cincinnati well, has. At I this mean, point.
0: I, I think the last time we had a full season, Miami, Ohio won the Mac and, and Cincinnati loses their DC to Notre Dame. And uh, you know, now I obviously Cincinnati, I think will probably be a double digit favorite. Yeah. But Hey, maybe, uh, maybe the Miami RedHawks can hang
2: around for a little bit. It should be a good game. And I'm less uh, excited about Miami potentially making this game. I'm more intrigued to see Cincinnati this year, just because they have two spots on their schedule that have the potential to put them over the top. If they are indeed going to start preseason number seven, which I think is where most of the prognostications have them right now then a win at Notre Dame and a win at Indiana, depending on how good Indiana is though. Neither of those are far trips for Cincinnati, you know, with a, a, a couple hundred miles, the, the the city of Cincinnati almost touches the state of Indiana. So it's not like they're going to be uh, totally shook by the travel. I think Cincinnati can start out hot and maybe put themselves in position early to make it a little playoff push here. So we're going to see
0: Nick. What do you think of Miami at Cincinnati.
2: I'd be lying if I told you that this game is going to break into
1: the rotation on my TV. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be blunt about it. Look, Cincinnati's going to win probably pretty easily. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm not, well, just, what else there's is not there? A whole lot uh, here? No there's,
0: no, there's other games out there that I'm excited for.
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that one itself. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not going to be tuning in. I see Patty C's point. He's a Cincinnati fan, so obviously he's one. He wants to watch him. Makes sense but with all these other games on, it's going to be hard for that one to find airtime. So what do you, go,
0: what are you going with Nick?
1: I'm going with a potential upside. I'm going with an ACC team going on kind of a curious road trip here. Uh, I'm not sure if, you're, if you've already think about what I'm going to say here, but Syracuse plays at Ohio.
0: Frank so Solich,
1: Frank Solich's boys. You're I like the quarterback that Curtis Rourke.
2: <laughs> That's the same game. <laughs> you just shot on <laughs> Cincinnati versus Miami of Ohio. Now you got no, because this
0: one is an upset. I don't think Miami Ohio is going to upset Cincinnati like this right. one. And, I, I, and
2: I'm,
1: I'm an ACC guy, and we like upsets. We got an interesting road trip here. Fair enough. This and I mean, why did Syracuse schedule this game at at Athens, Ohio? <laughs> Athens, Ohio is in is in eastern Ohio, which is kind of more like West Virginia. There, I mean, I've been to Athens, Ohio. It's a town that looks like it's been decimated by meth.
2: <laughs> you know? Probably has. I don't know
1: why they're playing this game. It's a dangerous game. Yeah. Uh, I think Ohio is a live dog here, uh, and that in in of itself that makes it somewhat interesting.
0: <laughs> I was shocked, a little shocked. We got we're we're getting a run on the Mac here. Two Mac teams <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Thought this would come a little later. Uh, it's on me now, so I, I'm going to take you to. I think you guys are overlooking a couple games with real compelling storylines here, and I guess I'll take you to a uh, you know friend of the program, Mike One Leach, Louisiana Tech, Skip Holtz's uh, bunch at uh, Mississippi State. Guys, Mike Leach at the end of the year. I mean, Mississippi State wasn't playing great ball. They t- maybe were more competitive towards the final couple weeks of the season. How's the air raid going to look with actually having spring ball? Actually, having you know a, a, a fall camp or a summer camp, whatever you want to say, and then uh, La tech should be better too. They had a bunch of opt outs last year, a bunch of injuries, so I, I think this is a decent matchup uh, in the SEC here against uh, the Conference USA. Give me Louisiana Tech at Mississippi oh, wow. State as as my play here. What do you think of this game, Paddy? Are you it
2: straight up or uh, no, no?
0: No, am I taking for an upset? No, but it would not shock me yeah. at all knowing that Skip Holtz can prepare for. Essentially, the uh, the air raid for a month. Um, I think it, it could put LaTeX in a spot to stay in the game.
2: It's true. And LaTeX has been solid. Like yeah. you said, he's built that program up pretty well. Nick,
0: what do you think of this game? For
2: the last several years,
1: I think LaTeX always plays in SEC school in like week one or week two. And they're always getting like 20 points. And I always take LaTeX to cover. And I think, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think I'm doing pretty good with those bets. I uh, think uh, yeah, I think uh, Lou Holtz. Uh, Lou Holtz.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No, I was going to no, say no, no. cue the clip. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what you were trying to say. Well, well I don't get
2: <laughs> they Rain they cold, but <laughs> <laughs> <What a laughs> I
1: think Skip moron. Holtz can do enough to keep the game close and make it interesting. I totally agree.
2: Yeah,
0: I love this matchup. All right, Patty C, it's on you. We still got. We're still in the trenches here, but we, you know we're we're at twenty pick number twenty two. You're at pick twenty three, Patty C. So seven games left before we dip out of this segment.
2: Okay. Um, look, it's a little uh, overlooked right now. It's probably going to be Pac twelve uh, after dark. Although Nevada isn't really uh, Pac twelve, it's still West Coast after dark. Nevada at California.
0: I think that's tricky. That's a tricky game. That's a tricky game, man. Nevada is solid, man.
2: It is uh, a tricky game. Now California stayed in a lot of games over the past few years. Well,
0: Their style of play leaves an opportunity for Nevada to be in this game.
2: Well, Nevada was seven and two last year. What did Cal Cal went one and three. Yeah. But look
0: at those losses. I think it was a missed extra point in one of them. Like I I watched Cal's better than the record indicates. And I think Cal is going to be a solid team this year. However, I think Nevada has enough offense to stay in this game. Cal's not a team that blows you away offensively. They, they have good special teams, good defense. Traditionally, I think Nevada that's could true. hang in this game. Nick, what do you think of Nevada at Cal?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, you, I mean, you just hit upon it. You know, Cal does not can blow blow anybody out. And Nevada has looked uh, pretty good the last couple of years. So uh, that's an, it's an interesting matchup. I like it. You know what? That probably should have been picked higher.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause
1: that is, yeah. That has more potential to be closer than some of the other ones who, we mentioned, well, you guys good went, you guys, oh, went yeah.
0: you guys went early on the Mac. I got a couple <laughs> games that I think are just <laughs> way better that you guys are ignoring, but I'll let, I'll let, I will get to it. Hopefully uh, NC Nick it's on you. Uh, how about a little, uh little Marshall at Navy? I believe it is good game. Now, Could now, be solid. you know, I'm secretly rooting against Marshall in a way because they fired doc holiday after just winning every fucking year. I mean, I don't get it,
1: but uh, I, they do- were seven and zero last year and they were looking like maybe the best group of uh not uh, uh, non power 5 uh, team out there then they ended on a three game losing streak
0: but they were starting uh, a freshman quarterback and i think they had covid issues so when he came back he struggled but
1: yeah yeah so yeah grant wells is that quarterback that you mentioned so he's back and you know navy's always solid here i, th- I think it's an interesting matchup uh and one that i might tune into
0: i i i love this matchup man i think it's a great w- a week 1 matchup i have a, a sideline or i want to I have a side story about this that I'll get into later on in the episode that I hope perhaps can come to fruition, but I like this matchup and I think it's, it's going to be a good game. Patty see? What do you think of Marshall Navy?
2: Uh, and you said doc holiday just got fired after winning yeah, like 500 they, and years. they
0: hired a, uh, they, he's, he's unbelievable. He gets him to a bowl every year. I feel like, yeah, um, uh, they hired Alabama's, uh, assistant. I'm struggling to remember his name at the moment, but,
2: uh, yeah, ridiculous yeah. firing there. Uh, what do you expect? Marshall, I expect- they have a talented team though, dude. I mean, Charles Huff is who they hired. Charles, Charles Huff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that guy from a fucking hole in the ground, but Navy, Neo Montalolo a proven commodity. Um, and you got to figure with a little more preparation time, it looked like they developed over the course of the year. They started out a complete shit show, but as you would expect, uh, they pulled it together. So I expect Navy to win this, but Marshall, you're right. Does have enough talent that this could be a pretty good game. Late
0: eager to see that sophomore quarterback and see how he does. Okay. Uh, it's back on me and look, there's games out here that I think you guys are just sleeping on. I'm looking at these. I don't know which one to go with. Uh, uh, Well, let's just, I'm going to go Fresno state at Oregon. I think this could be a dangerous game for the ducks. Uh, You know, Oregon had problems on offense a a season ago, Fresno state, obviously breaking in a new head coach. They weren't the greatest team, but I do think they're going to have, uh, I think also they had to have their quarterback sit out, uh, for this, for this past year. So uh, he comes in as a Washington transfer. I'm eager to see if this bulldog offense can come into Eugene and, 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 give them a little bit of a test. I think this is much more compelling than Syracuse, Ohio. I think it's much more compelling than Miami, Ohio, uh-huh. Cincinnati, well, Fresno
2: state. You're a noted Oregon hater. So well,
0: and Fresno state pr- produces pros. say what you want. Fresno state puts players in the NFL. They do much at a much higher rate than some of these other schools that we've had in, on here. Even the, I would argue that Fresno State puts more players in the pros than fucking Syracuse does. So uh, (laughs) Marvin Harrison, Dwight Freeney, Art Monk, Jim Brown. Now, come on. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I mean, how many quarterbacks are starting in uh, from Syracuse right now? Because Derek Carr starts for the Raiders. Last time I checked, I need to check again though.
2: They had that. (laughs) That that, that might change. (laughs) They had a Duke point guard. What was that guy's name? who? Fresno? Yeah, Craig Paulus. <laughs> yeah, he's in the pros somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, he's coaching Niagara. Yeah, oh, college okay. basketball oh, nice. There it is.
0: Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you think of this game? I think this is actually a, a decent matchup here, guys. Uh,
2: what the fuck was the Fresno game? Fresno State
0: at Oregon? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, let me say this. The one thing I think about this game is that I watched that uh, a, a Pac-12 championship game. Kayvon at Thibodeau
0: gonna have a monster. Is today. fucking
2: yeah. unbelievable. He's not getting nearly the hype he deserves. He is like one of the most dominant players I've seen in quite a while. And it's completely under the radar for the most part. He, he got in the backfield and completely disrupted USC's uh, plays every single play of the game. Who gonna,
0: the question is who are the ducks gonna go with a QB show transfers to Texas tech. Are they going to go Anthony Brown? I, I just think they can stay. Look, I watched Oregon against Washington state and Washington state. Obviously they, they kind of Mickey mouse to put together their season. That was, I know you look at the score, you say 14 point score. That was a much closer game than that score indicates. They barely beat UCLA by three when UCLA didn't have Dorian Thompson Robinson and a few other guys. Uh, they lost to Cal. They lost to Oregon State. This team was not nearly as good as projected. <laughs> I could see Fresno State hanging around.
1: I like some of the guys on the Fresno State offense. Uh, the running back, dual threat, Ronnie Rivers, you know, cut, so, son runs the ball.
0: Son of Ron Rivers, former uh, Broncos running back.
1: No, how about that? I, well, I I rostered him DFS a couple of times last year, and uh, not only does he run the ball, he also catches balls out of the backfield. And that quarterback, Jake Hayner, is not bad. And they return their two top wideouts, Jalen Cropper and Carrick Wheatfall. So nice. uh, they got a lot of people returning, especially on the offense. They
2: could hang around for a while.
0: I, I think I'm telling you, I think it's an underrated game you got going here. Okay, Patty. C, it's on you. We're getting to the end of this thing.
2: Getting down to the nubbins here a little bit. Um. I'm scouring this sheet looking for at all compelling matchup.
0: There's some out there, buddy. There's some that I am delighted to see.
2: Oh, I would say Baylor at Texas state, but I don't dangerous
0: Dangerous. a little bit
2: dangerous, but Texas state finds a way to lose um, every single game. Even when they play them close, which is pretty much every game. Oh gosh. I almost want to like skip. Okay. Let me get, let me get you this one. Cause this is interesting. Oklahoma traveling to yes, Tulane.
0: Finally, give them credit. Give them credit. Yes. Yeah. And this game is better than a lot of the other ones we selected. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that. I think this game is uh, a scary spot. Tulane plays Ole Miss too at Ole Miss. I think two weeks later. I think. I, look, OU's offense is gonna roll. Right. The question is, is can Tulane with that freshman? The last year was a freshman quarterback. I believe his name was Michael Pratt. He's he showed good, some man. signs, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if Oklahoma doesn't have, I know Oklahoma's defense without Alex, Alex Grinch looked a lot better last year, but I, Willie Fritz are giving them a month to prepare. I like it. That's all I'll say. I think he's one of the most underrated coaches in America, giving them a month to prepare for Oklahoma. That said
2: Oklahoma looks like they're the business right now. Yeah. Spencer Rattler's a bad yeah. dude. N- Nick, what do you think of this game? Yeah, man. Definitely. I I just give Oklahoma credit
1: for doing this. Cause it, it's First off, they—it's not like they—it's something they that they usually do. Uh, I don't know if there's some kind of connection between the coaches or the ads or something, but for them to go on the road uh, against Tulane, give them credit for doing so. It's a, it's an interesting matchup. I mean, chances are Oklahoma blows the doors off w- and wins by twenty, because uh, Rattler was really coming on at the end of last year. You know, after a slow start, as you might expect from a new quarterback, first time starting, etc. So, just the fact that it's on a ro- you know a road game against a solid team like Tulane, it's 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 worth watching just to see how Oklahoma looks, how sharp they are to begin the year.
0: And I believe the last time they played a mid major on the road was at Houston, and they did lose. Patty C.
2: There you go. So they uh, you got you got to at least have this on the radar. Unfortunately for us. We got the, uh, the Colby connection on this ESPN plus getting the, yes. what four games at once. Yes. We'll be yes. able to tune into it. I'm
0: all over. I'm watching that fucking game. I'd much rather watch. This is crazy, right? I'd rather watch Oklahoma Tulane than Miami, Alabama all day.
2: It Come on, probably got as much potential for an upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Nick, it's on you, man. All right, what, what pick are we at here? Because I want to make have, sure we have four games left. So you have two picks. Me and Patty C we oh, have one
1: pick. Okay. Left. All right. Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to save. Well, okay, I'll do this one now. South Dakota State at Colorado State. I love Pay this homage. Matchup. Pay homage to our FCS teams here. We've been doing this all spring. It's been a lot of fun. And hey, man, this could be an upset. You know, I picked the Jackrabbits as my team, yeah. or one of my teams, whatever, in, the, in hey. that conference. They've they've been very good this year, and they could come up and bite Colorado State. Dude, and then I watch out,
0: dude. And, and with the Adazio, I don't, I do not trust Colorado State to win this game. I I am going to take South Dakota State to win this thing on the money line. I think
1: Jack Yeah,
0: I, I think South Dakota State right now playing as good as football as anyone in the FCS. Wouldn't be surprised if they walked away with a championship this year. Uh, Patty C, what do you make of this game?
2: Uh oh, I mean, it's one hundred percent in the realm of possibilities that there's an upset. South Dakota. I mean, I, would it really be an upset? I mean,
0: I, I'm assuming Colorado state will be favored.
2: Yeah. By a little bit. They, yeah. they, they were better than expected last year, but uh, I don't know that I would, if I'm putting my money on it, you know, I don't care. I give a fuck what Vegas says or whatever. And
0: getting the spring season to play all these games has got to help, right?
2: Yeah. Although did they, did they just bow out? Did no, we say no, South
0: Dakota, oh, South, South Dakota, Dakota state, is playing and they have national, they, they, like, dude. I think they could win the match. Yeah, championship if you're coming game. off, the
1: uh, rabbits, don't bow out for anybody. <laughs> fair enough. Touche, <laughs>
0: Touche. Love this play. I, 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 dude, and that's what I'm saying. I am excited to watch that game. I am very excited to watch that game. Uh, okay, so now it's on me. Last pick here. Look, there's a few games out there that I see. Um, there's, uh, there's like literally probably five games. You that can I give like.
2: us some honorable mentions maybe. And I might
0: at the end of this, give us some honorable mentions, but I got to go. I got to go Utah state at Washington state. Um, look, I understand Utah state had a down year last year, but they fired their coach. They bring in uh, Anderson from Arkansas state, which I think is a great hire Blake Anderson. Uh, and then Wazoo, not only does Wazoo that I love the Rolovich hire. uh, I think he's going to get, Wazoo to being a good team. But their starting quarterback is suspended I think for this game cuz he caught a DUI recently. So that's going to be interesting to see how uh, how Washington State I think they're going to have to go to Guantanamo Bay. The grad oh, transfer who's a backup
2: Say at, no more. Say less as they <laughs> say. It.
0: This is a compelling game all of a sudden I think. Utah State at Wazoo. What do you think of this game, Patty? Sure. Yeah.
2: The Aggies, are, I mean, and they're, they're in the Northern part of the state, right? So th- there's a uh, so. geographic yeah. similarity there. I don't think that they're going to be the tundra of Eastern Washington is going to be much of a problem for them. Um, plus the fact that it's pretty much summertime there. Um, and they're, they're a tough physical team. Obviously Rolovich was able to keep it rolling. Year one um, friend of the program f- from the leech era. He did a good job. Friend of the program. Rolovich It's going to be a compelling game. I don't know who's going to win to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's going to be a good one, man. Uh, Nick, what do you think of this? Utah state wazoo game? Yeah. Look week ones
1: can be tricky. You know, I think Utah state, they are plucky enough to hang around to make things interesting. And Hey, if, if things go into the third, fourth quarter, then anything can happen. So uh, it's one of those, uh, you know, mid major ish games against the PAC 12 where uh, careful because you know, the upset could be lurking possibly it's worth tuning into.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. All right, Patty C last pick
2: of week one. All right, and this is completely personal. I don't expect anyone else to watch this game. I'd be lucky. Tell me you're
0: going golden guido.
2: No, that is, that that's certainly on the, uh, uh, he's going UVA, William, Mary, of course I'm going UVA. Oh, Tons of family ties, tons of alumni (laughs) from both places. And because Mike London, former UVA coach, probably still got a little chip on his shoulder, even though they gave him all the time that he probably deserved. And then some, so there's no reason for him to be mad at UVA, but I'm sure he would still delight in upsetting them. They've played decently well, despite getting their asses kicked by JMU recently, they hung with Spidey uh, I think William and Mary under Mike London has the potential to be a decent program and UVA. This is going to be a blowout. It probably right? will be a blow, but UVA has the tendency to lay eggs. Bronco. The only
0: great angle here is the old coach of Virginia going up against Virginia.
2: Well, here's the other angle is that Bronco men halls offense doesn't always explode. And so if you get a low scoring affair. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing about it. Virginia is such bitches for never scheduling the likes of JMU, who's 45 minutes away, and yet they're willing to regularly schedule uh, a team from the same conference in William & Mary, Colonial <laughs> Athletic Conference. It's amazing that that keeps happening, but we know why it is is because Virginia doesn't want that smoke. But William & Mary, the, the one thing uh, for people that don't know about this, the in-state kind of context here is, William & Mary and UVA are essentially... They're both public Ivies. There's only, what, like six or ten of those in the country. Yeah. Um, And so they're both elite academic institutions. But UVA kind of turns his nose up and says, okay, well, we have sports too. But when William & Mary fucking takes that from them, UVA, I feel like on some level, it's like they got their balls cut off. So I, I enjoy watching William and Mary potentially upset. Then they, they did that a couple of years ago at, in Charlottesville. So,
0: and William and Mary, by the way, uh, playing at rich or I'm sorry, hosting Richmond in the FCS ranks this spring guys, there is spring college football going on right now. Me and NC Nick will have you covered with Richmond at William and Mary, uh, a little bit of a preview on tomorrow's show. Uh, so stay tuned for our FCS college football preview. We cover college football and college basketball year round on the college experience. Nick, what do you think of this William and Mary, Virginia game?
1: Well, the three of us grew up in Virginia and yes, these two are, these two schools are academic institutions, elite academic institutions, which is why the three of us never stepped on, on <laughs> campus. <laughs> that's, we, we do not belong there. Uh, that's why we're a bunch of schmucks talking college football in April. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. Who, who's going to watch this? I mean, I think UVA rolls, uh, but it would be hilarious if William Mary hangs in there. This is one of the games where, you know, you got a few games on your TVs and you got maybe uh, your laptop up with some scores. Yeah. yeah. And you see, like, oh shit, this game's close here. You tune Uh-oh. in if you got G- it. Yep. Going into the third, and 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 UVA's down three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you turn it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not one that you're excited for. It's not one that you're going to start watching from the from the beginning yeah definitely not. uh but hey stranger things have happened
0: That's right. uh all right NC Nick last pick of the uh of, of our our draft here
1: all right this is a border battle and one you don't think of in college football this is temple versus Rutgers
2: nice <laughs> nice dude
0: Greg Schiano uh, currently has a top 10 recruiting class. That's right. That's
1: that's one of the reasons why you should tune in. Shiana's done it there before. He had
0: Rutgers in the top ten. Rutgers, (laughs) and and I just read about Temple this morning. I was reading that their defense should be really good this year. Uh, I I I think most people think snooze fest when they think of this game. Not at all for me, man. (laughs) I don't. I I I won't argue that point. (laughs) No, I Uh, disagree, man. yeah. Yeah.
2: They should be rivals. Yeah. Rikers doesn't have a rival well, in the
0: big East. They used to kind of be rivals. I uh, would love to see this played yearly. Yeah. This is when I would demand they play yearly. Uh, right. Right. And look, temple's
1: usually good. Now last 2020, they sucked. They were one in six. Temple's usually a good football program. Well, I say usually left for the last 10 years before that they were God awful. Uh, but for the last 10 years or so, Temple's been a quality program. They're trying to get back after the the bad COVID year and Rutgers shadows putting them on the map. So there's a couple reasons to watch this.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Mo. Well, we got also the, uh, you know, Sopranos, Italian vibrato, really could be cranked up here <laughs> in, uh, Piscataway. We're going to see a lot of fucking Guido fights. Uh, but you basically be watching Jersey shore. Yeah. Cause you got Philly yeah. in, in the stands. It's, it's entertaining. Even if the game sucks.
0: Okay. Now I was a little surprised. Our, dra- our week one draft is done. We will have week two coming for you next Wednesday, but we still have more to give you. We're going to give you our upsets. We're going to give you, uh, our worst, our Lou Holtz worst game of the week. And then we'll give you our, our TV lineup. But I I want to mention a couple of the honorable mentions. I'm surprised that these games did not get on this board. And I actually think army at Georgia state's a game. Georgia state's been been, been turning a corner. I think army at Georgia state is a game. Um, I also am a little shocked at the, that NC Nick didn't play Duke at Charlotte. Will Healy get why Duke's (laughs) going to (laughs) roll. Okay. Okay. And then I'm so here's one that I almost played. I think UTSA is going to beat Illinois. Illinois is going to play a close game against Nebraska in week zero. Then they host UTSA. I liked what Bryant did in year one at UTSA. Watch out for that game. Another couple ones that showed up. I would enjoy that a lot.
2: Even though I'm thinking Bielma is going to do a great job at Illinois. It'd be fun if he started with an L.
0: I think it's going to be a close game. Mark my words. I also was a little surprised. No old dominion wake forest. You think that could be a game?
2: Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Little surprise. South Florida, at NC State. Thought NC Nick might play that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Year two, not. Jeff Scott. If USF didn't suck so bad, then you know maybe <laughs> that would have made the radar. Uh,
0: Western Michigan at Michigan. Harbaugh, you know, it, nah. he can't he can't afford to lose that lose that game, right?
2: they better win that one by like 28.
0: Okay. And then I'll, I'll just end it with a couple more that are on my Northern Iowa at Iowa state guys. This, this game went to triple overtime the last time they played. Oh
2: yeah. That's a good, yeah, one. Uh, that's a good is one. Yeah.
0: But Northern Iowa's offense has looked so bad in the FCS season. I agree. I agree, but still intriguing a little bit. How about UAB Jacksonville state Wednesday night opening? Uh, this is a Wednesday night game. I think Jacksonville state could be a live dog in this game. No, no interest. Hey, Hey, it's Wednesday night. We'll be watching. Cause there's, no, yeah, there's nothing else on. What about Northern Illinois at Georgia tech? I saw that one. I thought about it. Thought about that one. What about, I about I'm surprised. I thought Patty C might want to play Florida Atlantic at Florida.
2: Uh, I, I saw that. I like the in-state element there, but that game is just going to be 55 to nothing. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's our our week one draft. Hope it was entertaining. We're going to still give you some other stuff here, but first I want to tell you that, that the college experience is brought to you by the sports gambling podcast masters. Yes. What are you doing guys? It's the masters golf week. We are giving away $500 winner. Take all GFS contest for the masters. It's completely free and easy to sign up. All you have to do is take a screenshot of your review of the golf gambling podcast and uh, submit your review and you'll get the contest link to enter, do it all over at sports, slash masters at sports slash masters. Okay guys, here, here, it also th-
1: starts in about nine hours. So hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: this will, this episode will be up in two. Um, okay. So uh, what are we thinking here guys? We got na- Now we get to have fun.
2: This is the shit fest. We're talking well, here
0: before we do that. Let's call for the upset let's call for the upset. What is the upset? We each choose one upset that will happen here, right? You can't choose the same one. You can't agree on the same team. And since I'm first this week, I am going to start out by going with, I think I'm wondering what the line would be in this game. So maybe that won't be an upset. So let me, let me choose something different. Um, it's gotta be a
1: decent size upset. I don't want like a three point dog yeah, or something. <laughs>
0: Cause I, I think Houston could be favored against Texas tech. So I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to take that one. I was thinking that one at first. Okay, let's go. Uh, And, and I think it should be of the 30 we choose. We chose. Right? Okay. Sure. Go uh, I'm going to take UCLA to beat LSU week one.
2: Well, not as, yeah, I guess it would be of the 30 if it didn't make the top 30 and it's got upset potential then we're fucking idiots for not mentioning it, <laughs> but
0: uh, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take UCLA to upset LSU week one. I love the fact UCLA gets one game before in week zero. Yeah, and I, the way the season ended last year, LSU's got some some defensive problems. Uh, I I I just think UCLA's in a good spot. It's in Pasadena. It's a far trip for LSU. Yes, they get to watch them in week zero and study that offense. But Dorian Thompson Robinson's a player. Give me the Bruins in the upset in the Rose Bowl week one. And I mean, you might be there, Patty C.
2: Oh, we better.
0: What do you think of that? That play?
2: I love it. I think it's a great play. I mean, LSU, they really could come in and throttle them. You got to figure that LSU with a full off season, they're still Alabama level. I I still wonder how good of a coach coach O is that. I don't think he's a great coach. I think a lot of that was probably his coordinators who are now gone and it showed up. Um, And so sure. Will he be able to bring in some new guys that'll get it done? I'm sure there's so much fucking talent there that uh, it's an embarrassment if they lose to UCLA, but UCLA has got a better coach and the system. They're a system team. And he's finally got some real experience and talent in that system. It could be enough to get him over the hump there that early in the season too.
0: All right. Give me your upset. Um,
2: Wait, did we hear from Nick on that?
0: No, you, Oh yeah. Nick, what'd you think of that, that game? What'd you think of my UCLA play? yeah I, I think it's I think
1: UCLA could definitely win that game I wonder how much of an upset it will be I mean you got a five and five team LSU traveling across country LSU would still use, be
0: the favorite that would be like a seven
1: yeah, I think they favorite. will be I yeah. think they will be by seven you think I think they'll be a heavier favorite than that
2: you think more double digits Wow I yeah.
1: think
2: I'm thinking like I'm thinking like 11 and a half Wow what I'm if think, that's
1: the case let me let me let me put my house on on, I, on UCLA I'm you thinking, guys
2: are sleeping on what LSU has done every single year except last year.
0: I'm thinking seven and a half. Give me, give me LSU minus seven and a half is the spread.
2: I'll take LSU I, on that,
0: but really? Yeah. I think LSU, I think you said it's going to be if, on the money line. If I'm yeah.
2: favoring a team to win this game, I'm going to rely on a history, a, a larger sample size than just last year. You didn't um, think
0: UCLA turned a corner late though. I thought they looked a lot better. They got better, the end of but fucking yeah.
2: LSU beat Florida late in the season. That's true. That's fair. I would think LSU would probably smack the fuck out of UCLA. To be honest, if everything returns the way that it should be, do I think that UCLA has the potential with Dorian Thompson Robinson? If they can really have that system going? Sure. That's what's the fun part about it. But I would think LSU would be the heavy favor there.
0: Uh, All right. Hmm. So now it's on you, Pat, for the second, for so you, the second upset of week one, what's it going to be?
2: Pfft, you guys won't, aren't listening to me, but I'm fucking telling you Tallahassee is going to be lit
0: <laughs> Going Florida State.
2: Tallahassee is going to be <laughs> lit for that game. They're hungry. They want it, and they're hosting a playoff team. There's
0: going to be another photo of some guy reading a fucking book by the second quarter. Remember that <laughs> no. they were losing. They were losing to Clemson like 58 to nothing in like the second quarter, and he's it's just some guy. The whole awesome. crowd's left, and he's just got his shirt off reading a novel in the middle of the fucking game.
2: <laughs> that's the first book that's ever been read by a Florida State fan. Uh, look, I just think with the quarterback play, getting presumably figured out in the off season a little bit, especially with some quarterback competition, Norval being an offensive guy and finally having the opportunity to a, get rid of the cancer in the locker room and have a year to work. I mean, they were shitting on him like as soon as he got there. Um, and so I think they'll turn around and I think Notre Dame is going to have some quarterback, you know, issues to work out. I want to say that uh, that's a fairly complex pro-style system that Brian Kelly runs, in, and, and someone's just not going to walk in there, especially without spring ball uh, or much spring ball, and, and completely have the thing firing on all cylinders. I think Florida State, I think Tallahassee is going to be rocking more than you guys realize for that game, and I think there's major upset potential.
0: I like it. I like all it. Right. All Nick, right. NC Nick, what do you what do you think? what do you make of that uh, prediction by Patty C? It's
2: a bold prediction. More,
0: I, I'm not buying it. It's more bold than UCLA against LSU. Right? Of course. Yeah, I don't know. Course. They kept yeah. it
2: kind of close last year. 16 <laughs> point with it. Florida state was down three at halftime against Notre Dame. All that right. was with a fifth year senior quarterback. All
0: right. All right. Well, uh, uh, Nick, let's get to your, the third upset of week one. I got a feeling all these right. are we're all going to cash. Miami Miami over. No, I'm joking. Yeah, okay. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is getting silly.
1: Well, look, I gave you, I already like, you know, when I was giving him my, my 10 games, my you know, draft picks of games. I kind of already alluded to this. I got two of them, you know, I got Ohio potentially over Syracuse or South Dakota state over Colorado state. You pick and choose. I got, I like them both.
0: Let's do the Ohio one. Cause I think Syracuse will be like a, probably an eight point favorite, seven point favorite. I think, okay. I think the Colorado state one's going to look like Colorado state minus three, My, maybe even minus two. Really? Yeah. That's it. I do. I do. Yeah. I think they All know right. that All South right.
1: Dakota state, well, could, give me the yeah. Bobcats of Ohio to knock off Syracuse. Love it,
0: I do like love that. it. <laughs> so so and look, you can't bet on this yet. I'm pretty sure, but uh, guys, what you should parlay this money line. It could be a huge payout for you if uh, UCLA and then uh, Florida State and now yeah, maybe Ohio. you shouldn't parlay
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I, I, here's the other thing: is I'm watching Florida State's. Uh, Notre Dame's uh, spring ball, right? And they got this Butchner kid who's their five-star recruit. He looked great. I watched his high school film, but I'm, I'm watching him like throw around at Notre Dame practice in the spring. He is airmailing everything. He can't hit the broadside of a fucking barn without coverage. So if he's their quarterback, which he might be, if Cone doesn't really pick it up or like perform, I think Cone's going to be the guy, but uh, I'm just not cons- uh, convinced that Notre Dame's going to be that good coming out. the Ky- Kyron Williams being the, 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 the factor that completely nullifies any bad quarterback play. But I still think Florida state is going to be rocking there. So, but maybe not. You heard it here first.
0: All right. (laughs) All right. There we go. So now uh, look, I want to tell folks out there that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting, we're giving out free daily video picks over at the Better Than Vegas profile page. Yes, Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out. So get yourself on over there. Make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a pick. SportsGalingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgaming podcast.com slash BTV. All right. Uh, we're almost through this thing. Um, worst game. My pick, I, I start out one. We're picking the word the Lou Holtz. When you, you look at the schedule. You say, well, I don't get (laughs) like, why the fuck is this game on the schedule? (laughs) And, and really I have two that just jump out at me and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the one, even though it's FBS against FBS, I'm going to go Akron at Auburn. Akron has been a horrible team in, in, you know, maybe the, you can make the case. They've been the worst team. In the FCS or in the FBS for the past three seasons, you can make that case. The fact that this game is even on the schedule—I mean, they're not even close to each other—makes no sense to me of why this game is happening. Yeah,
1: it's very weird. Uh, It's—it's—it's it's, it's Auburn scouring FBS for the worst programs. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, and, and, and that's bullshit. Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Complete bullshit. Shame on them. Uh, this is a just a, a complete. What the f? This is just a complete. Uh, well, I don't get. I a bang I mean, it's just unbelievable. This is on schedule. What what, what what do you think this line will be? Auburn Lane 42?
1: Yeah. Look, go play Troy. Go play UAB. Anything. Uh, too late. Go play ULM. Yeah. yeah get some you know, local flavor.
0: ULM, I mean, even ULM sucks, but they're better yeah. than Akron. Yeah. So it's go like. Go play
1: Tulane. Yeah. I mean, you know. If Akron's playing Ohio State, at least you ge- geographically it makes sense,
0: yeah, yeah, this game makes zero sense. There's another game out there too, and I'm curious if you guys pick this one. I think Nick might be on it because he follows the f c s uh how bad this team is. but okay, Akron Auburn is my selection for the worst game on Saturday, the one that should have never been scheduled. It's a damn shame it's 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 actually
2: gonna be on television it is that's unbelievable. yeah, there's no there, I mean. Parson you got to figure maybe that's a reason to watch that game a little bit, but <laughs> there's beyond like the first two minutes when Auburn's up 21, <laughs> yeah. nothing, then you, there's no reason to watch or even have the rest of that game.
0: Okay. Patty C. You got, you got the, the, the look, uh, there's a lot out there. Well, this
2: one's real, real fucking obvious okay. to me. I
0: wonder, I wonder
2: if it's going to be the one that I'm You thinking. know which one it yeah, is. Hit me with it. Missouri State at Oklahoma State. Oh,
0: Missouri State at Oklahoma State. Uh, look, and Bobby Petrino seems to somewhat be turning a tiny bit of a corner in the FCS ranks. They've, they've won three in a row, but, uh, they're still their Their quarterback has one touchdown, six interceptions on the season. Just to give you an <laughs> idea,
2: Missouri state, um, had some fucking 1942 it, quarterback. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I believe his name is Jaden Johnson. Uh, this game is going to be ugly this is going to be a, a 49 point win or no, forty-point. I'll even say that Oklahoma state will have 49 on them by what halftime?
2: Well, it's Spencer Sanders coming back, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the it may, be, it may be by halftime. They may, <laughs> they may get to the half halfway point half century point by halftime. But I will say this,
0: they are playing better ball this year than the previous season. Bobby, Bobby P. So he is turning somewhat of a a little bit of a corner. I think they've won three in a row.
2: Turned a better corner than did on that motorcycle. That's for sure. (laughs) Hello. All
0: right, NC Nick. uh, I'm I'm curious if you're going to go with this one because there's just one. Uh, Yeah, I got two. So I mean, at
1: least Missouri and Oklahoma share a little, a tiny border in the the top uh, east north northeast side of the states. They 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 do board each other there. So that uh, I guess geographically it makes a little bit of sense, but. The obvious one is Eastern Illinois, yes. South Carolina.
0: Yes. Yeah, that was this the other one, one was Eastern Illinois is awful in the FCS. This team won one game a season ago. Uh, it, currently, I think they're winless. What the fuck is this game doing on the schedule? This is one that we know. It's almost like, okay, if you put Akron, now I mentioned Akron, Auburn is my play. I think if you put Akron in the FCS, I think they'd have a losing record. Right. Right. <laughs> Eastern Illinois is even worse than that. Eastern Illinois, if you put them in D two, would have a losing record. I'm serious. So why is why
1: is this game happening? Is, is it yeah. South Carolina scouring F C FBS? I'm sorry, FCS to uh, look for the worst teams, or is there some kind of connection where like the ads know each other? Or I don't know. But it's a it's a travesty that's, that's opened to up SEC. this year. With yeah. that.
0: I mean, this is I, I look at this and I say, how how does this happen? How-? Coast Coastal
1: Carolina plays Citadel.
0: Yeah, Citadel is much better than Eastern Illinois.
1: So, Coastal Carolina <laughs> is going out and scheduling better than South Carolina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From the FCS rigs. Yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense. I mean, look, even it, it, geographically, it makes zero sense. But even if you're going to go into the state of Illinois for the FCS, you would think you choose Southern Illinois or Illinois State. You choose the worst of all of them. Even Western Illinois is better than Eastern Illinois. Shameless. It, it's just shameless. a fucking shameless. Horrible, horrible, horrible matchup there. I mean, now, ha- what's that?
1: I uh, was, so are, are you about to play a clip? I see you looking at that well, soundboard. Well, I <laughs> was going
0: to say that, you know, Eastern Illinois is going to, is going to do this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, he, felt, like, he felt like shit afterwards.
0: Cause this game will be over in the first fucking 10 minutes of the game.
1: Now I was going to, no, I totally agree. I mean, we can go on and on about how bad it is, but it's awful. It sucks. Move on now. How about your Buffaloes? Yeah. Now geographically
0: yeah. it makes sense, but Northern Colorado, Ed McCaffrey. No, but, but here's their reasoning. They don't traditionally schedule FCSs, And this is one of the first years of them doing that. And that's because every, the other 11 are power five, they get Minnesota and a and M and then a nine game conference schedule. So they're getting 11 power five and then an FCS. That's not, so very do good.
1: they not yeah. play Colorado state?
0: Uh, not this year, not for the next couple of years. Apparently I what think the hell? Yeah, they're, they're trying to schedule. I, I think I'm not sure who was the problem there, but, uh, yeah, for some reason that's not happening. So we're getting dude,
1: that's awful. We're
0: getting easy, Ed McCaffrey. How
1: Look. many years in a row have we seen Colorado, Colorado State I mean, open up my whole,
2: Our whole life. Wait, that's not happening over That's happening time? for the next couple of years. What man? the fuck, man? Yeah, we got Northern Colorado
1: instead. Come on now. Yeah,
2: we well, c- we can't have a playoff, a bigger playoff because of traditions. It, they're the most important thing in college football.
0: Yeah, and what they do to Colorado, Nebraska, right? I mean, there's a lot of just bullshit going on in college football. But anyway. I'm going to get to this other segment that I'm excited about, man. You
2: know, we didn't mention either real quick. What's that? Montana at Washington or Montana state Wyoming.
0: Yeah, no, I love both these matchups by the way, for good games. Yeah. Montana state at Wyoming, Montana state was in the FCS playoffs a year ago. They, they punted on the season this year. They're at Wyoming border battle at Wyoming week one. I think that'll be a decent game in Montana with Bobby Hawk back as coach, Bobby Hawk, uh, won a national championship with the Grizzlies back of uh, 10, 15 years ago. So, uh, they will, uh, travel to Seattle to take on Washington. Sh- shout out. If you're going to play an FCS, at least play a decent one. I know I just said, Colorado's playing Northern Colorado. It doesn't make much sense, but I mean, with the exception of the fact that they're in the state of Colorado, but I mean, yeah, but my, my, my thing is they also have 11 power fives. Yeah. There's teams out there that only do eight. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so give them a pass. I, if I think if you schedule that aggressively, you get that pass fair enough. So, so anyway, uh, let's, let's get to this. Let's get to this right here. The dream TV setup. It's, this is my, my, my dream of the way we don't have times yet. We, they have not released any times on any of these games. So what I'm proposing, if I was college football commissioner, I know they don't have a commissioner on what they should do now. Wednesday opening week, for week one, college football. Obviously, we have week zero the week before. I'm not going to touch that. Wednesday, we have UAB Jacksonville State. I'm okay with keeping that there on Wednesday, right? Sure. Thursday, we have the chance of a fringe. So North Carolina at Virginia Tech, ESPN has bought, has the rights to this game, and it's a Thursday or Friday. I Imagine, I would like to think they're going to move it to Friday because it makes more sense because Friday slate's kind of weak. I'm going to propose they do that, right? I'm going to say Thursday we get this. ECU App State as the early game. Late game is Ohio State, Minnesota. Oh, I like it. Boom. That's your Thursday. You're set. Yes, you still have South Florida and NC State Thursday. You got all these other side games. Friday. Here's my here's what I'm proposing here. You, you got UNC Virginia Tech as the early game, right? Okay. Then I propose they move our uh, BYU Arizona in the Death Star to Friday night and give us two. Uh, yes, there's still these other bullshit games going on of... Northern Colorado at Colorado and St. Francis at, at Eastern Michigan and ODU at wake ODU at wakes a, a decent game. ESPNU should pick that one up as I, as I almost vomit, but um, <laughs> uh, I think the play here, Arizona, BYU night game day game or, or earlier night game, uh, North Carolina at Virginia tech. What do you think about that?
2: Um, the only issue I have with that is Virginia tech at night is a fun environment. No,
0: no, I'm giving it at night. I mean, I'm out here in LA. So I'm saying like it kicks off at seven o'clock at lane stadium,
2: right? Give me this, give me 5.00 PM Eastern kickoff, UNC uh, Virginia tech, and then give me 8.00 PM Eastern kickoff,
0: Arizona, Arizona, BYU. BYU. That's perfect. E-
2: that- Eastern time. Yeah. Eastern. So oh, it'd be, so it'd be, that'd two be wonderful, but it's not going to happen two o'clock and five o'clock West coast time. Uh, potentially for those uh, for those games.
0: I agree. It's got to be at night at Lane. But anyway, okay. That's what I'm proposing for Friday, Saturday. I'm gonna say. Let oh, me okay. say this about. Okay.
2: Uh, have you guys seen uh, the Death Star at night? Like they really did a great job putting it next to that like black pyramid, and then you have the black Death Star, and the and the black pyramid has the like. They both look like some futuristic Tron shit going on there. <laughs> Vegas is fucking cool. Anyway, sorry.
0: Uh, okay. I mean, it's still in a dome, so it still sucks. Yeah, true. But, uh, Saturday morning, I think this is what they should do for their, for their slate. All right. Saturday. Well, at noon on the East, I say they give us Miami, Florida or Miami, Bama out the gate. Mm. I don't make, don't make that prime time. I got three
1: thirty written all over. I
0: hate it, man. <laughs> I want the three thirty game to be Clemson and Georgia. I want the night that, then I want that to cruise into Penn state at Wisconsin. I want it to be dark in Madison. And then that, the, that, that's got,
1: that's got noon Eastern time. Yeah, right I now. Know, I it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It
0: sucks, but they should do that. And then the late night game, uh, the late night game would be San Jose state USC, right? So you have a, a, a pretty good, you go through the whole day, just boom, 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 boom. Now on Sunday, which is Notre Dame, Florida state, and also a couple of FCS games. Deion Sanders plays uh, Florida A and M in Miami Sunday morning.
2: Nice. I, I am
0: proposing that they move Kansas State Stanford to Sunday because I care more about this game than the Notre Dame Florida State game. <laughs> now, give us two that go from one to one. Right? Don't play them at the same times. So start off with Notre Dame Florida State. You're the second out of your one,
2: mind. There's no way they're putting uh, f- uh, taking Florida State Notre Dame at a prime time.
0: No one's going to Kansas no State, Stanford. No Who one cares about that. college football cares about Florida State
2: anymore? I would say your casual fan is 50 times more likely okay, to
0: watch. Well, then put Stanford, uh, K-State as the earlier game.
2: Fair enough. To have both on
0: Sunday. Spread them out. That's my point yes, here. Yes,
2: good idea. I and, like that. And yeah. then
0: on Monday, we have Louisville, Old Miss, Labor Day. I propose they add one more game. And I'm going to say make Navy a thing on Labor Day. They played last Labor Day. Put Marshall, Navy as the early game. On Monday, and then do Ole Miss, Louisville as the primetime game. Tell me, what what, Patty C? What would you do?
2: I like Navy on Labor Day. You know my stance. I think, and and you have a a a slightly different but similar stance to my stance. I think Navy uh, Army should be the Thanksgiving morning game, followed by. uh, No, they should shuffle them. I think it should be this. I think everyone noon Eastern. You should kick off Army Navy right your three o'clock game, like on during, Thanksgiving, on, on Thanksgiving, <laughs> maybe 11 a.m. Yeah. Right. Then you're like 2, 30, two o'clock game. Maybe would be uh, Detroit versus whoever. And then your five o'clock evening game should be Dallas versus whoever. Um, and then, so you get fucking Notre Dame Navy, but either way, I like Navy playing in special and army playing in holiday spots. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, any, any switches you would do to, to the
2: schedule on your dream
0: scenario here?
2: I'm with Nick. I think I'd put uh, the, uh Penn State uh Wisconsin game earlier and dude,
0: that sucks dude give dude, me that
2: night the name recognition is key Alabama uh what Miami is gonna... work,
0: what do you work for fucking Disney? ESPN? <laughs> What's <laughs> What's going Disney on
2: here fair enough fair enough but look I'm still hey, hey Patty
1: uh, don't do what Paul Pierce did <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh okay yeah, I wouldn't be at ESPN for very long <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick what do you any changes would you do?
1: Uh, I, I like a lot of what you said. I agree. I think those big 10 games are, are more a noon game. I like Bama, Alabama at uh, I'm sorry, Bama, Alabama, Miami, Alabama at 3:30, Georgia Clemson at like seven LSU UCLA. Uh, LSU, at 10. Yeah.
0: LSU UCLA was the late one. I, yeah. I, I messed up when I said San Jose state USC, okay. but if you play both same time, I, I'm okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And
1: then I agree with multiple games Sunday and Monday. I, I don't think I, I, it doesn't have to be Navy on Labor Day. I mean,
0: well, they did it last year. I'm just saying it would be kind of building. If you want put Navy on yeah. Veterans
1: Day, okay, or Thanksgiving, okay, but Labor Day doesn't have any special ties to armed forces. Well,
0: it's just a three so day weekend. Everyone should sit back American and watch America's football team. Oh, well,
1: you could kind of just watch a better game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's, you, you just put that in the top thirty. What are you give talking me, about?
2: Give me, your, like, yeah, give me a top ten or top twenty no. game. Like, give you me, me Army State? Air Force. or yeah, Michigan State, uh, North-Western, Northwestern. You want that on Monday?
1: No, not really. <laughs> How about uh, you put like um, Indiana, Iowa? Yeah
2: there you go. Okay. That's a good, good. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I'm Okay. With that, L- but what's L- L- more America than Indiana and Iowa. Very
2: true. <laughs> That's Very a good. Navy,
0: the, the U S Navy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Amber waves of grain and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what's in uh, Indiana. De- I, get, I bet they got some decapitated
0: blowjobs. jobs. Um, okay. Uh, uh, okay. So here we are guys. If you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We're going to do this each and every week of the college football season. And we talk college football and college basketball year round. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, look, if you, it, we don't charge for picks, we won't charge for picks, but me and Patty C and NC Nick have been over 500 picking every game each season, all division one college football, and college basketball, every game. We got you covered on a spreadsheet for free at sports We're also way over 500 on our locks. Uh, and, and I, I should mention that we're over 500 picking every game as well. Um, so if you get the chance, if you get the chance, guys, get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks, as I mentioned, but this is how essentially we get paid. We're asking for your kindness. Get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some good things about us. And if you do, take a screenshot and, and uh, with your phone of your review. Take a photo of that thing. Tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I'll send you a college experience T-shirt because we appreciate you listening and spreading the word. So please do that. At the Colby D, give me a follow as well Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831 and NC Nicks on Twitter at NC underscore N-I-C-K Give everyone here a follow The Sports Gambling Podcast is on Twitter At the SGP Network as well And uh, make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Slack channel Okay, this is the college football way too early Week one preview You better start thinking about yours And we have